millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. The world is too small for someone like Bruce Wayne to disappear. No matter how deep he chooses to sink. Who are you? My name is merely Ducard, but I speak for Raz Al Ghul, a man greatly feared by the criminal underworld. A man who can offer you a path. Makes you think I need a path. Someone like you is only here by choice. You have been exploring the criminal fraternity, but whatever your original intentions, you have become truly lost. Raz Al Ghul. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson. This is episode 541, and I'm joined today by Brian. He's not the devil. He's practice Dunaway. Oh, you're not the devil. Maybe you are. Oh, hi. Ah. I see you have brought us the rare blue flower that we requested to purchase entry into our icy mountaintop ninja hotel club. Welcome. And I hope you have brought your sense of irony and your wallet. Mostly your wallet. Oh, you threw it into a bum's barrel fire? Unfortunate. Anywho, I am your host, the devil, er, Mephistophel. Oh, who was it again? Oh, yeah. Anybody but who I say I am. And you must be the classic Faustian fellow with the bat fetish. What's that? You say you aren't familiar with the classics of opera. Oh, don't worry. By the time we get through with this two-and-a-half-hour teachable moment, you will wish you had jumped into that bum's barrel of fire and swam around it like a decorative pool in a hotel with a couple of supermodel hanger-ons. I know things. <laughs> All right. You have been here long enough. Now it is time for your final test, a game of synchronized ninja chess. Your move, moody rich boy. Oh, good one. Check and mate. Perhaps I have underestimated you. 
and now my house is on fire. Oh, why did I think it was a good idea to run a mountaintop hotel for ninjas slash fireworks warehouse? I don't know, Randy. Why do we fall? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up and change the channel when this movie comes on. Okay, Brian, won't you tell us how you really feel? Oh, oh, no. Mm, wow. We, we had a sneak We might piece. be surprised by how Brian right? definitely feels yeah, about this film. Right. Interesting. What, did, you didn't get the memo? Hmm. Apparently, I didn't get the memo. I see that reference, too. Uh, hey, also with us, Randy, he always has time to teach the receptionist how to putt Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. And thank you for making the climb to our shockingly large and beautiful mountaintop retreat. I'm now going to immediately introduce you to the two dozen people who work here, but I'm the only one who's ever going to talk. What is this place? Well, it's a global martial influence organization. And now that you've physically climbed to the top, we're going to teach you how to work your way up in this p- pyramid-shaped scheme. So... You will soon operate your own global martial influence organization if you simply follow my three easy steps. Mm. Number one, Mm. your hideout and training facility must be in a practically unreachable place. At a high enough altitude, you'll eliminate the chance for women to be a part of it. We're a 100% male organization and proud of it. We even have a proud parade every June. Number two. Don't worry about food and water for your hardworking trainees on this barren mountaintop where no one can get to you. When it comes to food and water, you can just wave your hand. Number three, you must store explosives and fireworks in your main hall. But those are dangerous, so scatter them around the place. No, no, push that one into the corner there. That That's better. Okay, now, as long as no one rebels against the final lesson, we'll be fine. <laughs> nice. Well, good. Hey, me and Randy kind of stayed in the same narrows, didn't we? I yeah. love it. Synchronized swimming we'll right there I between am. you two. Yeah. You might be surprised where Brian goes. All right, here we go. <laughs> you may be surprised. Brian, he keeps disappearing when he's having a conversation with Gary Oldman Ibbett. It's true, I do. Uh, this episode of Film Sack contains words and phrases that some might find offensive, but in the context of the movie, they're purely appropriate. Please refrain from emailing us when you hear any of the following. Giving your wife a pearl necklace. Spilling your pearls all over the ground. Alley snatch. Giving oh my myself God. a Bhutanese beating. <laughs> taking on seven guys. Or was it sex? Uh. Making my cape stiff. Cowl face. <laughs> Taking my tumbler into the bat cave. Uh-huh. Uh, newly added one. Teaching the receptionist how to putt. <laughs> Cape fingers. Beating oh. Ra's al Ghul. Uh-huh. Freeloaders. Uh-huh. Moving a bloody log. Uh-huh. Dropping oh. some Gotham rail. And uh-huh. finally, master bruising. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh my gosh. You, you picked the, red, the, the best path. Yeah, the movie literally has a joke about the word spelunking. Like, there's yeah. there's yeah. actually a joke in this movie that is just two men thinking the word spelunking is funny. Yeah, well, you know, look, they have, uh, sometimes you're bored, you're old and you're bored, and you got to come up with an idea, and that's what you do. And that's what we're doing. Batman Begins is our film, and uh, boy, howdy, did we watch it. It was... Uh, 2005 <laughs> uh some uh, how many years ago was that <laughs> almost 20 2005 yeah 16 what? 17, 17 yeah movie. 17 years old uh it mm-hmm. i saw it day one with a bunch of people from the office i was working at at the time and uh 
they they were not good company, and so my first watching was not my favorite <laughs> watching. <laughs> they were oh, they were just dumb. loud and sloppy and loud popcorn oh, eaters. And they just weren't annoying. they weren't paying attention to the lessons. They were just kind of goofing off. Yeah, and they were just like, "Woo, look at this! It's Batman." I'm like, "This is the worst." Po- look, look how he's, I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. Look, you guys, I can be uh, Batman. We're like <laughs> one minute into the description of this movie, and you've already brought up lessons. It's really. This is really <laughs> Christopher Nolan wants to teach you something. Yeah, That's really does. what's going on. Yep. Here. And he's yeah. doing it in threes. He like he he planned from the very beginning to make Batman Begins the first of a trilogy. And I, I, right. I'm pretty sure that this is an Oreo where the stuffing was the best part and the two sides were yeah. fine. They were OK. You know, and, and I would argue even and I completely agree with that. And I would argue that the stuffing, the, the double stuff in the middle yeah. makes the cookies better because of its existence. I agree. When I saw this yeah. in the yeah, when I saw this in the theaters, obviously it was before um, uh, Dark Knight. Yeah. And I thought it was OK. I never saw it. Haven't seen it since. So saw it in the theaters have not seen it since then. And after Lucky. seeing the dark Knight, this is like, I, I feel like this elevates or the, uh, the dark Knight elevates this. I we, agree. We, we talked it's, about that last week. Like I, I spent this entire movie going, how is, how does Mad Max Fury road mm-hmm. relate to Mad Max two? Because mm-hmm. it really, it really feels like this is the, you know, this is the unfinished or yeah. overfinished. Maybe it's the, it's the yeah. too much, of yeah. a of a beginning like i'm glad it's called batman begins because it's all it's just all beginning should we call beginning, batman beginning? should be called batman one more time yeah batman <laughs> one more time his parents dies let's let's watch batman's parents die one more yeah. time yeah. yeah i mean we i think even then we were all kind of sick of the origin story and why do we have to keep doing this i know we definitely are yeah. now and um no i don't nobody knows yet but the new matt reeves film i i hope they don't so spend batman. a bunch of time with that because it's I mean, early, we didn't get it in the Joker. So yeah, that's true. We won't get it in this. One. That's a really good point. But but in this new thing, the whole concept is, uh, you know, early years of Batman, kind of year one in the comics is probably what this is taken from. Mostly, that's what Matt Reeves has said, and that concerns me a little because that's real fresh to the when you know the dad, the parents died. So I hope they don't do it again. We don't need to know again. Mm-hmm. We really don't. Just yeah. get out I mean, there. And you, it's fine. It's fine if you feel like you need to do a quick thirty second. You know, flashback. Hey, my parents died. Cool. That's cool. Let's move on. Yeah, that's cool. I think I think uh, Pattinson, like uh, one of the earliest scenes in the film, should be Pattinson saying to Alfred, "Oh, you know, this just this reminds me of when my parents died." And Alfred that's going, all you do. "Yes, sir. We know. Yeah, we, we know. We know. We're aware. Move, move <laughs> on. Keep moving." One the, yeah, one of the will- guide posts for a Batman movie is how old is the actor playing the Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. like uh you have you, you often have people like Pattinson, we think of him as a kid, but he's not anymore at all. Like he's in his late thirties or something. Yeah, he's old. And yeah. um and Michael Keaton was was seemed middle aged even like yeah. even from the very beginning. So yeah. so one of the one of the things that really kind of guides you into how am I going to feel about Batman Begins is the fact that they they at least try, they don't try very hard, but they try to tell you a young Batman story. Yeah. Right? He's right. he he was he he fled the world as an adolescent. He spent less than a decade uh, out of sight, right? And came back. Right. And so now he's like I guess 25 and Yeah, 25 is my guess. Yeah, and exactly. Christian yeah. Bale is a little older than 25 here, but not that much, not so much that he doesn't work in that role. And so like there should have been, you know what I mean? Like there should have been some benefits 
to this, right? We're starting with a, a younger Batman, but no, he gets old and grumpy real fast. Oh yeah. yeah. And in yeah. no time, it did strike me though, how um, I've always just thought of Christian Bale looking like he always looks like today. And this one struck me as like, whoa, you were a lot younger in the first Batman movie, like a lot yeah, younger than yeah, I remember. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't really capitalize on that. It's interesting because first of all, the one thing that shocked me back when I saw it in 05 was, oh, they're going to go straight to Ra's al Ghul, like the freaking, the most yeah. obscure, hard to say name. Nobody at home knows who this is. This is very comic book, like not at all mainstream villain by any stretch. Right. And they they went there and, and I'd like that now. But at the time, I remember thinking, well, you're shooting yourself in the foot here because no one's going to know who this is. And it's just going to be, you know, people well, want it the was, Joker. They want the Riddler. Right. They want the whatever. And they barely know Scarecrow. <laughs> like, like it right. just seemed like they were starting at the very bottom barrel of, it, it, of villains. It kind of it, – it really is. And I think that was Nolan's – I'm not sure exactly at what point or how much he was involved with the script. But the script is definitely – uh, you know, the story of Faust trying to, you know, does a deal with the devil and has to deal with the consequences of that. And so that that makes some good DNA material for a story. So it's a good place Rod to Rod start. Is, is, and like Brian is it says, also like a way to, oh, uh, to, to un, un Schumacher, like to basically say, right. right, you've seen the Joker, you've seen the Riddler, you've seen two Penguin and Iceman. Right. <laughs> Iceman. Iceman. Um, you know, let's, let's go deeper and kind of make you forget, not make you want to compare this to the Schumacher stuff and not want to say, right. oh, well, the only know, time you compare it is was a best Mr. Freeze or better Mr. Freeze compared yeah, to yeah. this guy. That's a really good point. Nope. I hadn't really thought of it that way, but it probably was a bit of a palate cleanser to say just look yeah gonna, also yeah also flat out uh christopher <laughs> nolan sets out to be dark to to be to to have yeah. a serious batman there's jokes in the movie but compared to what came before it this is really really serious <laughs> and so you yeah from from page one you pick your villain you pick your arch arch villain right uh, uh to be a, a very serious very you know severe as severe as you can get, right? Because that's gonna that's gonna set you up, and then later when you when you come along with a very serious Joker who literally right. says, "Why so serious?" Yeah. It's not it's not as much of a clash, the, right? The, and yeah. and Batman's only true equal in in the books and is really, I mean, well, besides Superman, a true villain is Ra's al Ghul. He yeah. is he is the true, you know, equal or even greater than mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah, he was so, always portrayed that way. It's just such a I don't know. It's it's a more cerebral take and a written take, and it's less right. flashy. And so, to me at the time, it seemed weird. I'm really glad of it now, in retrospect. And I also feel like I want to agree with Ibit on this idea that the Oreo is way better as a complete cracker or cookie than it, than it yeah. was with just the <laughs> stuffing. And I think it does elevate the middle. Elevates the other two sides uh, once you've seen them all. And mm-hmm. part of it, I think, is I guess I didn't appreciate it at the time, but I think Liam Neeson is really good in this. Yeah, um, the supporting well, cast yeah. kind of like overshadows Christian Bell in this viewing for me. I'm like, wow. They do that these, in two This as supporting well. cast is way better. <laughs> we talked about this with two because two or uh, Dark Knight is definitely that. Like Heath Ledger just makes everyone else seem like they've disappeared. Right. But it isn't even yeah. just Liam Neeson. I think Michael Caine never phones anything in is therefore oh, so good. very good. Yeah. Um, Gary, and then that's something Gary I want to mention I never mentioned before or I hardly ever mentioned because we don't see enough movies with him in. But Tom Wilkinson is freaking amazing. I love that dude. Yeah. 
yeah. as Carmine Falcone. Falcone. Yeah. Is, is, and, oh, God, he's so good. Yeah. And yeah, so one of the things that you, uh, like, I'm trying really, really hard to put this movie into, into its perspective. Like, we saw it in 2005, you know what I mean? And like, right. remembering what it was like to come out of this and go, wow, that was a really long movie. But thank goodness, because it had, it had plenty of breathing room for all of these great character actors. Yeah. yeah, except they didn't. They didn't really take advantage, in my opinion, of Cillian Murphy, who was just you know, is is Doctor Crane, uh, a Scarecrow. He was oh, he was just a joke. He was just a joke, but he's so kind of. So but they good. made him creepy right. and whatever. You know, he was fine. Uh, yeah, and I think it's it's okay to have him be a joke, right? When he's you know aping around. Where is the Batman right. and stuff like that? <laughs> You know, you want your the 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 villains that are going to uh, arise in. Let me maybe use a different term, but the villains that are going to start appearing <laughs> in Gotham once you have a Batman, once you have a vigilante. Right. Um, not all of them are going to be mm-hmm. like pro. You know, really carefully thought out masterminds. Some of them are going to right. be hacks that uh, be a guy with a burlap just, sack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. With a, with a great burlap sack and some fart gas and whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's. But, uh, I, so, you know, I liked the effect of when he would when people would get his drug. I thought that was trippy. Yeah, that little vertigo. I'd love to know. Like, it's got to be them just playing with Zoom and. You know, keeping yeah, it's, stuff it's in the shaky... foreground close, and then doing like yeah. with yeah. the with the zoom or that something. That was a trip. Really Such a cool effect. Yeah, it's a really cool effect, and it was used really kind of sparingly, uh, and to the point that I was actually wanting more. I kept going, "Oh, yeah. do that again!" Right. Especially when Batman is walking around and his eyes are like, "Yeah," and his so mouth. Cool. Is going, oh, yeah. we, we've talked about <laughs> this the cinematographer before. It's Wally Fister. He he has. Play. He, has, he has shot all of the all of the christopher nolan things that you remember mm. like he like right. he is he is like christopher nolan's guy yeah and so like we talked about him when we we sacked inception like there's there's all sorts of things where it's just like man i'm glad that guy was doing the cinematography yeah which right. was the right. tw- uh, let's see, 2008 it. was dark knight then he did then he did Inception, then Rises, right? Wasn't that the sandwich movie? Because the sandwich movie between he always has Nolan always had a sandwich Batman movie. He'd do the Batman, then he yeah. do another movie, and they Batman, then a movie. And this time between mm. Begins and um, It was the Prestige. Was Prestige, between. right, right, right. Mm. The Wol- the Wolverine yeah. versus Batman movie that we got. That was pretty good. Right. <laughs> and then With David uh, Bowie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Then, uh, yeah, we talked about it that. It wasn't it wasn't a Nolan film, but uh Wally Fister made uh Moneyball with uh, Bennett Miller, the director, yeah. uh, and okay. and Moneyball is like like one of the things that makes that movie sh- hit way above its weight class is the cinematography. I still haven't yeah. seen Moneyball. I should. It's on. It's streaming on HBO. I should watch it. Moneyball seems good. Don't know it why seems I, good. It's just about a guy balling up some money and throwing it at people. Yeah, you just, yeah, it's just <laughs> money ball. Here, take this dollar. Here, here's a five. Yeah, yeah. Put show it me up. the money. Here you go. Money hurts if you ball it up and throw it. Yeah, yeah. especially if you're Brad Pitt. Yeah, if you're Brad. Yeah. if you're Brad. Or especially Jonah if you Hill. take a handful of quarters and stuff in the middle. Yes, yeah. that was right before bad. Jonah Hill lost all his weight. So this was still like a big old, big old fat Jonah Hill movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Right. Hey, kind of like that. Can we talk about Gary Oldman's uh, performance? Sure. Gary Oldman sure. is fan emotionally acting. Oh my god, his physicality in this movie really brought home the the Gordon character for me like nobody's business. But I swear, 
I don't know what accent he was trying to mm. bring forth, but it was terrible. Well, he was trying to so fake <laughs> his own, like not have his own come out is all, I think. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I would have taken that. Me. Just give me what you got, Gary. Yeah. Just give me what you got. So as you, as you know, I can't be a Brit. Yeah, that'd be As weird. you know, Christopher Nolan is through and through Englishman. Yeah. He's making this film in England and a little bit in Iceland, but mostly in England. And uh, he's going to cast people that are at hand, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I mean, he's. I'm not saying he did the casting. There was an actual casting director, but I'm just saying, like, you're gonna you're gonna get people like Michael Caine and Liam Neeson and Gary Oldman, you know, because they're nearby and like that's where they work. But then it's so it becomes kind of discordant when you throw in people like Mark Boone Jr. and Katie Holmes. They just don't. They don't feel like they fit with all of these Brits. You know, mm. you're right. Mm-hmm. But I did love Mark. Ju- I love Flass, uh, Gordon's partner. I loved. I loved his character. He was just, I don't know. You you felt like you didn't get very much of it. What you did, you really felt like, oh, he could flip flop. He could be yeah, yeah. bad or they, good. Both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, you look at that guy and you say, yeah, I know that guy's playing both sides. I mean, right. <laughs> working in uh, Gotham Police Department, everybody there probably is like, oh, that guy. Yeah. That I mean, guy. We don't know for yeah. sure. But we look at him. We're pretty sure he's playing both sides. Oh, yeah. Man, these were all over the place. They were in Chicago for a bunch of this. They filmed in Illinois. They filmed, some, they filmed a bunch of exteriors in Chicago so that Gotham would look like an American city. Yeah. yeah. But like this movie was made in England. Like the yeah. Wayne, Wayne Manor was, uh, was weird. It the was view weird. for Wayne Manor where weird. there's like no city in the distance and it's all yeah. green. That, you know, yeah. Tina, I looked every at that and said, I think that was in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> right. Every, every one of these shots were really disconnected and I don't, I, I'm assuming this was intentional, but I never felt like anything was relationally connected. Like they were even, even like one of the scenes with, uh, with Batman in the in the in the alley talking to to Jim Gordon at his wherever the right, crap yeah, he yeah. lives, yeah, it yeah. felt so. I, I was like, where are we at? What yeah. is going on? It's kind of all over the place. Really disconnected. He, uh, by the way, uh, this some fun trivia about Gary Oldman. He's uh, according to this, he agreed to play Jim Gordon without even reading the script. He was asked to do it, and he said, "Yes, I'd love to." And he was the last actor cast. Uh, and he learned his lines on the flight to the first location. So I, bu- I believe it. That guy is. Uh, I mean, I would hire him. Gary Oldman's great. Oh, Dude, oh, he is. Yeah, care what and he you also. Want. Yeah, he plays. Actor. He plays Gordon. He's not even. He's Sergeant Gordon, right? At the beginning right, yeah. of this movie, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he plays. He plays Gordon in a way that I don't think we'd ever really seen in comic book movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Right, he played it more like he the comic this, is what he did because the comic yeah. is very similar to what. Mm-hmm. He, he yeah, did. and he has. He just has this sympathy for everything yeah. that really yeah. comes through. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, that's what I'm talking about like why I was so affected by this movie, but I don't understand why I only saw it the one time and then that's it. Like why did I never go back and check this out it, again? Be, because mm. it it is it is a it, it's a struggle. I mean, it, this movie slaps you over the head for two and a half hours and it's a good slap. You know, it's in, it's like those two <laughs> slaps that Katie Holmes gave Gave a uh, Christian oh, Bell oh, in the car. Right. That's, oh, yeah. that's exactly yeah. like, but, one of the best scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't that stick with me? Yeah. <laughs> it's, ex- it's exhausting movie, though. It's just okay. I'm excited it, uh, for, by the way, Jeffrey Wright's turn as Jeff, uh, James Gordon in the new uh, the new thing. I'm oh, actually really cool. excited. I didn't know about he that. was going to be. Uh, that's great. Yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say here, I think we're uh, we're uh, opposed on uh, Team Deluxe away here. I really enjoyed Batman Begins, and I'm getting the feeling that Brian no, no. didn't. I like it. I mean, I I, 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 I don't think it's. Right. Uh, uh, he's, uh, he's talking about Brian Dunaway, Scott. Yeah. Oh, Brian. oh yeah. 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 I I did. Uh, okay, so I like I said. I liked one time, but I definitely <laughs> felt by the time I got through, I was like, if they, if they say the, this, if they give me the motif one more time, if they right. give me this theme one which, more time, which is, which is what Christopher Nolan says. Like, if you like the dark yeah. Knight, uh, how dare you? He's going to give you the theme like four. there's like, right. The theme of this one. Okay. So there's actually two, there's two uh, coupled themes to this movie. One is we fall down so we can get back up again. And right. the other is it's not, uh, it's not what's inside, but what you do, what you do. Yeah. Right. And right. so the, uh, so then the, the next movie, uh, there's two coupled themes, but I can only remember remember the if you you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become yeah, the villain yeah, yeah. because they say it 17 times <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like say it one more time say it one more time christopher nolan how come That's they really got a good point but they do that they do this these movies are kind of i don't want to say heavy-handed but they do repeat oh, those themes comic book verbatim over yeah. and over again comic yeah. book like you're getting beat up by batman yeah so, why do you think katie holmes didn't come back what was the deal there uh, because she, because of the Joel water. Schumacher nipple parts that they, they have kept in for her, you know, oh, cause she's the only one that had to do nipples during the, uh, yeah, it's like that thing. was, that was the homage to the old school. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> they're out there in the cold, yeah. uh, England countryside. And I'm like, Oh boy, we got the, it's cold outside, right. isn't it there? But yeah, I, I just, I, I don't think she's, uh, I think she's good in this. I don't know yeah. why they took her out. I don't, something must not have worked out or she was hard on set or who knows. Where was she at with Tom Cruise at this point? I was trying to relate it. What, what's I mean, the timeline here? It would have been, yeah, they, they would have still, still been together, together I think. I think. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Oprah's Five? couch had already been abused, right? We, yeah. we were well That's past right. the. Yes. I think so. Uh, yes. No. Sorry. Yes. No. They Maybe. were. They were together. <laughs> they were. They were getting together, but they didn't get married until the next year. Oh. Okay. And that's and what then, happened. And then mm. they had a. Yeah. They got married the next year, and she. Uh, they quickly had a daughter, and that. So that right. was it for her. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's fine. That's fine. I. You that? know. I. Again. I just. I. I think there was at the time I went. Oh, they didn't use her again. She must. You know. I can't remember what I. I assumed something. Was was like a, a you know a foot like oh you can't bring right. her back she hated it or now uh, that she's with Tom Cruise like yeah. she's difficult I mean, yeah. yeah I couldn't I couldn't help but wonder if uh you know if she was pissed off at how this movie was men 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 and she was the only woman with like real speaking lines and even then right. her character was so undeveloped like it was like her lines were absurd she. Was very- she, she she observes Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. like she's an yeah. accidental an accidental friend right the kid next door or whatever mm-hmm. growing up and then as an adult she's like a civil servant who occasionally observes Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. that's it that's yeah. all she gets it's kind of all I tried to also I tried not to because there were so many themes and things that were being pushed in my face I kept trying to think what is finders keepers and I was like stop I don't want to know. I don't know why Finders Keepers has anything to do with this film. So if you know why, don't don't send me any emails. I don't I don't care. Uh, so, <laughs> well, can we? I mean, we'll take two seconds to explain it. Sure, you sure. Mean why why we see that at the end? No, I know why. I I know. I I understood. I saw the scenes earlier. Okay, I saw right. the Finders I Keepers. Missed, I didn't I understand the, the contextualization 
of why it needed to be in this movie and beating my head three or four times. I didn't understand no. that. And I was like, and I started to think about it and I'm like, no, you're not getting any more brain cycles from Brian. Mm. I'm out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I it, like, there's a, there's a bunch of little things that just feel like they're kind of crammed in the movie. You know what I mean? Like mm. some of them really, really work like the playing card at the end, right? That works, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. just, right. it's just a little thing that's crammed in, you know, mm. it's, it's like not, inside joke between the two is some kind of yeah. interpersonal connective tissue or something. I'm assuming, but I, well, I mean, it's just him running by and saying finders keepers and taking that out of her hand. And that was, you know, this kind of moment that, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Between and then the he didn't get to keep it because he fell in the bat hole. Yeah, he, he fell in the bat hole. No, he, he, he held on to that thing. Like you see him laying on the ground in the bat <laughs> hole, and his hand still clasp, clasping that thing. Yeah, he didn't. The bat That's hole. That's true. He, nobody wants By to the be way, in the bat hole. Is yeah. the is the only way to get into the bat cave from the outside to do the big rocket jump through the waterfall? Uh, yes, from the outside. Yeah, that's from the outside and the with the yeah. tumbler. Like you could get to it probably well. You could have gotten to it through the house with that that little uh, elevator deal. Bad piano. The bad piano. But like getting the tumbler in the bad cave, it's always going to be this ramp jump that you know. Yeah. yeah. So what a, what a coincidence that he happens to ha- already own. He didn't know it, but he already owns right. a jumping car. What a coincidence! Yeah. That's just yeah. so handy how yeah. that worked out. This movie is the this is the movie of convenience. I've never seen so many uh, happenstances happen as this movie that characters end up in a city the size of Gotham, right next to each other. Constantly, oh, well, then you through you need, no planning. Then you haven't seen any Iron Man films, my friend, because <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> right? Oh, no, that's yeah, really that's a lot true. of MCU films in general. That's just full lean, of conveniences. <laughs> lean heavily on. That. I think it's a it's a superhero problem. It's just hard to right. uh, get away from yeah. it. I would I will say I think the MCU does a pretty good job of you know having me not notice. It's good sleight of hand, but right. I, I here for whatever reason it's a little bit more obvious. It's like oh, okay, well. There's Batman and there's the other guy. Oh, of course there. Oh, of course, of course. Like there's a lot of that going on. I think what really, it's funny because when we all watched Dark Knight together, I felt like the thing that really made that movie stick out were two things. The the freaking beginning of it is amazing. The high scene is incredible, I think. Yes. Um, Oh, yeah. It's really good. And then uh, Heath Ledger's performance. And then really that's it. Like two has got its moments, but it's not... um, yeah, I mean, uh, what, uh, what's his face? Two Face, uh, Eckhart, Aaron Eckhart. Two Face. What's his What's his Two Face? Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> Oops. You know what I'm talking about. You know uh, that one. I thought he was he was great and yeah, kind he of was like good. the uh, why'd you save me and not save her kind of thing. I thought was was a, yeah. a great. That was pretty good. The problem with that though was that they. Um, they, it was one of those cases like Spider-Man 3 uh, where they just crammed too many villains in. And so nobody's yeah. getting proper proper set dressing except the Joker. And it just so overshadowed everybody else that it mm-hmm. felt a little weird. I mean, the only we just recently had the first movie where I felt like that actually worked um, with Spider-Man No Way Home. And mm-hmm. I still don't I, know how they pulled that off. So, so it's hard. It's freaking. Oh, I look for, forward to us talking about Spider-Man: No Way Home. You might be surprised I, what I thought. I yeah. feel like you're. I feel <laughs> like you're okay. kind of. I feel like you're throwing some shade at like my one of my favorite mo- films of all time. Here, which is, so I just want to. Which is I what? Come back, like, like my question here for this episode for me. My question is: Why did I only see Batman Begins the one time mm. when I saw The Dark Knight eighteen times? Like, yeah. 
I, I, I'm trying to figure that out. And I, and I, and I realize it's kind of like, I had to stop myself from watching the dark Knight after Batman begins Friday night. Like I was really, I was really in that Mad Max Fury road kind of thing. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like where I was just Why like, can't oh, you guys just watch the movie that we have to watch just for the watch show. And-, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, I can't really, I, even after all this time, I can't find any fault with the dark Knight. Like I just feel like it's, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't want to say the perfect movie. It's not the perfect movie, but it's no. just like, it's, it's so better good. than this it's one. Got a bunch a of 10 problems, out of 10, you know, I'd give it a, I'd give it an eight out of 10. I think, I, I think, I think <clears throat> dark Knight is, has waned a little for me waned. over the years. Waned. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of Bruce waning. Um, and I don't know why I just, I've seen it again recently. Then I, I saw it before that with you guys on film sack. And then a million times before that, I've also seen it a ton of times and, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just think maybe, <clears throat> I think maybe none of these, this is a weird thing to say, but none of the Batman things in film, they all come out to big acclaim when they happen, but yeah. none of them seem to last the test of time. And that's why they feel like they have to keep remaking it. And, Interesting. and we're about to do that again. And the great filmmaker, Christopher Nolan, just did your last set and you're about to start over. And it's like, well, why? Well, I don't know. Somehow we need a new version, a new take, a new whatever. And it's a Batman problem. Like, I don't see them trying to remake Endgame or Infinity War or freaking any of the MCU movies. Right. But not, you don't remake the individual movies. You remake the heroes, right? So they would come out with, I don't, but I'm with you. I don't see them coming out with a new uh, Captain America reboot or a new iron man reboot or anything like that captain america is a really boring he's like superman he's a very boring character you only want to see it so many times iron man is interesting rich people make good superheroes go ahead yeah and marvel yeah that's right but marvel kind of reboots themselves we are going to get a new we're going to get iron heart uh this year next year which is the new uh iron man character yeah, which um, is fine. And I see again, but see, I think that's the big difference. They're not going to just try to make yes. Tony Stark again. They're no, going to, no, they're going to have that legacy new, continue, which is, it won't be a new canon, you know, it'll right. be the same. Yeah. Which is, if, if anything, it's very Batman daring. Is- like it's a daring thing. MCU, the MCU has yeah. already proven a lot of daring things paid off for them. But one of them, I don't think people talk about enough is, is their willingness to say, we're going to be, we're going to have continuity in our version of the universe and it's going to go on. And we're not right. just going to say, up, oh, there's your trilogy. I guess here's five years. Now here's a new version of the exact same trilogy. And I don't know why Batman is so. Batman is the super, is the Spider-Man of DC. Uh, he's your local hero that is complex enough to, to have a retelling. He's your un- unfriendly neighborhood Batman. Is what he is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, okay. So, I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to go here, let's just absolutely fully go here. This is, this always raises the issue of the issue, the, the Marvel versus DC, like concern there's, I don't think there's a debate here. There, a lot of what they do is the same. Sure. So you have to say, you know, you have to ask yourself, do I like this kind of storytelling or that kind of storytelling more? Mm-hmm. So I, but, but I don't think there's a debate. I just feel like there's a, like a concern, like where people go, okay, it's too much. But with both Marvel and DC in existence, it's a little too much for me. I don't need there to be both a Green Lantern and a Green Hornet and a Flash and a Daredevil. You know what I mean? Like there's just too much. Yeah. And so they, you pick one. And there are like, there are actually like one of the hardest things for me to come to understand in life was that there were people who picked DC 
Cause I just, I didn't, I couldn't like from the first time I ever remember picking up a comic book, I remember thinking Marvel is comics. You're insane. And DC right. is you're, an, you're an insane person. I, you're an insane person because I would, those two, I would flop completely <laughs> flop those two. Like DC, right, yeah. DC tells some of the best comic stories there are. Marvel does fine for me, but they're not the same. And I can separate them. I don't have a problem with 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 those worlds being what they are, and you know, comics doing what they do. But in in films and stuff, well, whatever. And like twenty years ago, we'd have a very different conversation about this because nobody could pull this off, not very yeah, well. And Spider Man right. was like the first one. The Tobey Maguire's were like, oh wow, can they really make a a, a possibly good Spider Man movie? X Men actually, right? Or X Men? Yeah, I guess X Men was first. But yeah, like it, we were just starting to see what was perhaps possible. Um, the the greatest comic book character of all time is arguably Batman for a lot of reasons, and we don't have to get into it here. But I do think it's problematic on screen because you can you can thrill us in the moment, but it's hard for that stuff to stay in continuity or for us eight years later to still go, all right, well, now it's Batgirl's turn because Bruce is retired. You know, they don't do those kinds of MCU ideas. They, well, right. and they I, reboot. What, what I was going to say is that it's not a debate. There's not a debate for me because I eventually found my way into DC, right? I yeah, eventually. Right. Admittedly, it was via Vertigo, <laughs> but I eventually, <laughs> like, I, I had, like, a good 10 years of only really looking at Marvel Comics as a kid, as an adolescent. And then one day, like, I came across, you know, sort of Azrael or whatever, and was like, oh, this is actually speaking to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then I, I found out that DC, uh, DC was, they were never really making things for little kids the way I felt that comics should. But, uh, you know, like that's, that brings up its own problems, right? Because if Marvel had strayed too much into trying to entertain me at 10, they probably wouldn't have entertained me at 20, right? So there, there's just a, there, there's a, a lot going on there. And all I'm saying is the reason the debate exists is because it's probably too much. There's too much good stuff mm-hmm. for, for people to just handle it all, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where TV comes in. We're about to get a Moon Knight series, about a bunch of successful stuff on the Disney Plus network for, for Marvel properties. Uh, Warner's really up their game for DC television. Uh, they've already yeah, been the good at animation. Yeah, the stuff on HBO Max is, is great too, right? The Titan series is really good. The Doom yeah, Patrol yeah. Dude, series is really good. Dude, if you yeah. haven't done this, uh, and we just did this because we watched this movie, go to HBO Max and go to the search bar and type in B-A-T-M-A-N and hit return. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the it is unbelievable how much you right. will spend the next three years of your life. There's so much. Nothing but Batman. Yeah. Stuff. And all, the animated, all the animated stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's yeah. all really good. I mean, they have the live actions yeah. in there as well, but most of it's the animated stuff. Yeah. But my point is, I think that as we lurch ever fur- further into our streaming future, there's just more opportunity to take these characters in new places, to create the continuity we're talking about in a lot of ways, emulate what the MCU did in film, but do it in, in a longer format. And I'm here for it, man. I'm stoked mm-hmm. because yeah. we're going to finally, you know, Moon Knight, what the hell? We're actually getting a right. Moon Knight series. <laughs> like, like, that's not even B-list or C-list character. I yeah, mean. Right. <laughs> right. It's whatever D or E is, you know, right. like exactly. And yeah. we're about to see, you know, a lot of people love him. And I do, too. I remember loving those books when I was younger, but I was under no illusions that it, this was a mainstream hero ever going to see. Yeah. 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 They got like so real actors and real story and real producers while we're, making it. While we're way out with, you know, associated properties. I, I want, I want to hear everybody's uh, book that they, they caught on to a long time ago 
that has never made it made it big. Like no one ever really liked this character or this series. And you just wonder, you just wish like you're the only one who wishes that somebody would make a TV series or a movie about this comic character. Give me, give me yours, Scott. Uh, the question. That's what I want. Is the question. Oh, the question. Yeah. I love him. Love that series. Some really awesome. good new Dibbit? stuff. Too. Dibbit, do you have uh, one? I do. Camel at 3000. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Which is like, there you that's go. Limited good. series. They could do it as a, as a, you know, HBO max limited series, but it was about the, all the knights of the round table getting resurrected in the future and having to yeah. re find Excalibur and all that stuff. And it could, so it could be done so well with like the gritty Westworld kind of look to it. That's not a way. Do you have one from long ago? Absolutely. Only because <laughs> I know it would be horrible. Please bring me Rom. The space, oh, Rom, the space Knight. There was talk about Rom. Uh, who was it just this week? Feige was talking about, or no, no, it oh, was he? James Gunn talking about that. rumors that Rom the Space Knight will appear in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 mm. and squashing those rumors, saying, nope, still owned by Hasbro. Oh, Hasbro's got to do no, stuff with it. Hasbro hey, owns the. Uh, but we did almost get a Rom the Space Knight, Micronauts, and G.I. Joe universe. Like that was that was the the Hasbro universe was almost a thing five or six years ago. At Comic Con, whatever that year was, um, they were talking about a joint movie that had all of those properties in it. Yeah, and they were they were working off the success of Transformers and everybody thought, Oh wow, they're gonna right. they're gonna go nuts here and create their own thing and then it kinda just petered. I don't know what happened it there. It really did, totally did. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, it, there's uh this is interesting trivia here regarding this film where um they didn't want <laughs> this is crazy. Okay. Writer director Christopher Nolan, who did co write the thing with David S. Goyer. Okay. Uh said that they were so fascinated with Cillian or Killian or however you say it, Cillian Murphy's Killian. eyes because he has these b- crazy blue eyes. I Super love his glasses. Like yeah. He says he kept trying to have, they kept trying to find reasons for him to remove his glasses. But <laughs> I love the glasses. Those are the most angular, badass. I was, I was looking no, everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, how do I get no. some of those glasses? Those things are <laughs> badass. But it's a comic book movie. So when he has the glasses on, no one knows who he is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. right, right. Oh, Hey, it's a uh, scarecrow. It's crane. Wow. Yeah. Look at that guy. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, you got. We I've been watching about, way too much Frasier, by the way, for him to be called Doctor Crane. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. deal with it. It was driving me nuts. Oh man, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a really good choice for the character, and I'm glad they brought him back for uh, the second one. For yeah, even though yeah. it was kind of brief and camo cameo y, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Killian Murphy. Something about that dude. Glasses or not, yeah. he's a. And we're getting uh, the final season of Peaky Blinders soon. Yeah, dude. No, really. uh, with no Helen McCrory or with yes no Helen, Helen McCrory. Yes, with some no? with some Helen McCrory. Some yeah. Helen McCrory. She oh, filmed great. some scenes, and I'm sure they're gonna like reuse stuff that that she filmed beforehand, and, and then like have that. a lookalike from behind get whacked. Oh, did she die <laughs> or something? Yeah. Did she die? I didn't hear about this. What was this? What happened? Oh, yeah. Helen McCrory yeah, Helen died, McCrory died uh, last, last year? year. About a yeah. year ago. I didn't know uh-huh. about this. Why did I yeah. not know about this? Yeah. And Peaky Blinders is one of those things where it's like you you have this one level where it's just gang fights, but then you go down a level and these characters are really interesting. And I, I thought her character was the most interesting character in the show. Yeah. So it feels like I don't know. It just feels like that show got ripped up, and so the, yeah, I hope they I hope they have a finale yeah. and end it because it needs to stop. Bring Tom Hardy back as the Jewish uh, um, uh, oh. guy. 
He's yeah, so good. No, no argument. I mean, he's that's one of. Listen, all right, Mad Max is great. <laughs> listen, but I love Tom Hardy. That, that's such a great character because you don't know. Yeah. What side oh he's yeah, on. no. Look, uh, let me yeah. tell you something controversial coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> Tom Hardy is not the reason to see Mad Max. I mean, he's fine in it, but you don't yeah. need a good Max in that movie. You need someone who you need a world. You yeah. need a world, right? And he's fine in the world. He's as good as anybody could have been, but it's not the reason to see it. Um, but there are yeah. plenty of movies where he is the reason to see it. I think. I like. I think the Revenant is his role in the Revenant, which is the same year as Mad Max Fury Road, which is hilarious. Anyway, that his uh, his. I guess he got a supporting actor nom for that, or one for that. I think. Right. Did he win? I uh, he's, he's he's amazing the, he's in the, that. Holy shit! He's, he's the good. Venom for me, being both voice of him, himself and the Venom. Oh, is he the voice of Venom? Same, I didn't know he's that. He's the voice yeah. of Venom too. Yeah, and it's yeah, kind of the same it. thing as. Uh, um. As Mad Max, where yeah, he's he's great in it, but it's Venom that's the star of that movie. You could you could almost right. have any character playing. Um, oh, not Cassidy. What is uh, oh, uh, 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 Eddie Brock? Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. You could almost Eddie have Brock. any character playing Eddie Brock. I don't know anybody, even Topher Grace. All right, not sure? Topher Grace. <laughs> not Topher Grace. No. I love Topher Grace. I like Topher Grace I too. too. I just think he's wrong in that. In that. Yeah. yeah, I like him in other things. He's great in other stuff. <laughs> More yeah. recent things, in fact. I think Topher Grace is nothing wrong with that guy. I think he's got a plenty more to do, but yeah. one of them was dumb, and uh, they should never do that again. Uh, and, you know, we, <laughs> we, we, talk about, we talk about how people like Killian Murphy or even like Liam Neeson, how they look and sound, and they really fit a role really mm-hmm. nicely. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine these Christopher Nolan Batman movies without Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the best. So good. It's like a miracle casting. Like anyone yeah, yeah. could have played <laughs> Earl in this movie. I'm glad they got Rucker Hauer. He was pr- appropriately intimidating. Yeah. But anyone could have played that role. Yeah. Morgan Freeman he embodies Lucius Fox for this thing. Funny you brought that up. Uh, trivia says before shooting began, writer and director Christopher Nolan invited a whole movie crew to his uh, private screening of Blade Runner, 1982's Blade Runner. After the movie, he said uh, to the whole crew, this is how we're going to make Batman. So he's going to use that as a sort of their template. And then he's going to be a vampire. Funny enough, okay. they ended up hiring uh, the freaking uh, Rugger Howard to be in this. Who is famously oh, from I love Rugger Howard as Earl. Yeah, he's yeah. a good Earl. He's a good Earl. He does a good Earl. Yeah. And he's, Earl. He is one of those actors, though. As soon as you see him on there, it's like, oh, he's going to end up being a bad guy. Yeah. Just know it. Yeah. But he's yeah. not. He's actually he's actually just a businessman. Yeah. Like, he's not he's, he's not a bad a, guy businessman. Yeah. He's, he's the he's bad guy. He's like, sneaky shit. But he, uh, yeah. Money he comes first, you're fired. Yeah, but he doesn't, he, doesn't, me. Yeah. he doesn't kill anybody, and he doesn't even really stand in Batman's way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's not. He's just sort of over here doing his thing. He's the pharma. He's the pharma bro of this movie. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's that Skrelly guy. Uh, I had I had yeah. trouble yeah. with the. I had a little bit of trouble with the the black and whiteness of this Batman movie, and it's fine. It's it's fine that there's you know. You mean metaphorically, literally? What do you mean? Metaphorically, okay. yeah, metaphorically because. What does it all uh, mean? Yeah, and I I didn't <laughs> care because when they kept when they kept shoveling on the number of Waynes that were doing amazing things through history. Your great grandpa Wayne Wayne did the underground. I was like, Oh, (laughs) shut up. That's enough. Just back up a little bit there. They can't always be great philanthropists because somebody has to money, manage the money. Rugger Hauer. You got to make a deal (laughs) with the devil. You can't be rich 
throughout all of Wayne history mm. and never have put somebody under the boot. Yeah. You know? Well, there's some and, cool comics that deal with that very thing, the history of, of his family. And, and so you're not, you're not wrong to be wondering, you know, like there's some, is there some dirt and there absolutely is some dirt, but they're not going to get into that here, you know? Right. Like right. It's all going to be just like guilt trips to get Bruce to be more than, <laughs> than what he is or whatever. I don't like petulant college age Bruce throwing yeah. his throwing his wallet in the things, giving his jacket to the guy who plays a Russian bad guy in all other movies ever made. <laughs> the Saint, is that the man from is? the Saint. Yeah, what's his yeah. name? Um, shit, I had it written down and then I forgot to copy it over. Hold to my on. Notes, but oh man, like my I didn't like my Batman or Bruce Wayne being that easily influenced by every freaking character he met. It was like <laughs> you got to Tom. You know, Falcone was like. You don't understand what's going on down here. And Christian Bell, Bruce Wayne character, was like, "Oh yeah, I'll show you." And you know, he walks off and has a little temper tantrum. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh God!" I like how I you hope did there's the voice. someone out there who, before this episode of Film Sack, listened to the Saint episode from like four years ago. That that actor's <laughs> name is Rade Serbeja. There he is. Okay, and and yeah. man, he is so awesome. Yeah, he's prolific Seriously, too. He's like, in just, everything. He's great. Love yeah, just dude. figure out how his name is spelled and then search it in your favorite streaming service and you're going to find a good movie. Yeah, look at this. Uh, let me just give you a taste here. Some of these amazing films that are TV shows. Uh, I know he was a Russian dude in the final or close to final season of 24 and he was very good in that. Uh, Taken 2, he was the main bad guy. He was great in that. Well, there's a movie. that. Hey, and Liam Neeson and him getting back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I, I know a guy. Yeah. Uh, quarantine, cool movie, the horror movie he was good in that. He's good in everything. That guy's good. Ooh, have we ever done quarantine? That's one we no, we no, should do no. quarantine. Quarantine, yeah. quarantine. We almost did. Do now. <laughs> we, all, well, we almost. I think we did almost do this. It was, but it started near the beginning of the pandemic, and I think yeah. we decided against it because, well, like, oh, too real. We shouldn't have because it's zombies. It's not a. It's not the same as this. Yeah. But but the, what I like about it's oh, Jennifer yeah, Contagion. I guess would be the tougher one to yeah, do. Maybe. Yeah. This Maybe one was, this is, uh, what's, what's her name from Dexter? I can't think of her name. Uh, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. Carpenter. She's in it. And uh, sh- this movie's not afraid to kill everybody you think you yeah. like. It's really good. I like Quarantine I was, a lot. I was mad that in this movie that they killed Ken Watanabe. I, I, they, 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 it's totally underused. One of the best. Yeah, but he's a nobody. Best. Yeah, I know, and that's what makes me sad. They shouldn't have cast him as a nobody. Yeah, but he got he got hired for know. the very next. Or got hired for uh, insert. Uh, what the hell is it called? Inception. 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 <laughs> yeah, because because no, it says uh, in, according to this, and Nolan really enjoyed hanging around him and was fascinated by him. It was like you and know what? Maybe I want I'm him back. reading it wrong. But you're probably right. I, this is probably earlier Watanabe than I was familiar with. And so I'm like retconning the whole thing. I'm like, why do they make better use of Watanabe? Yeah. Watanabe. And, the, <laughs> and and he he represents the the twist, like one of the few twists in this movie. This movie is very straightforward, but like yeah. he he represents the realization that Henri Ducard is not Henri Ducard, right? That he's actually mm-hmm. Ra's yeah. al Ghul. Yeah. And and the first time I saw it, I remember I bought in. I was a hundred percent in on Ra's al Ghul being Ken Watanabe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it he was looked so, like him from the comics, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was so weird that he had a spokes guy. Like I remember the first yeah, time right. I'm watching this going, right. man, Liam Neeson's great, but it's, this is weird. And then, and then when you find out he's actually Ra's al Ghul, you're like, Oh yeah. You can never have that again. You never get to have that. You can never, that feeling never get again, to have you know? that again. Oh my gosh. He's making a show. I can't wait to hear more about check this out. 
He's got okay. This is in production right now. Ten episode run coming. I don't know to where. Ken Watanabe plays somebody called Hiruto Katagiri. Anyway, the the show's called Tokyo Vice. A Western journalist working for a publication in Tokyo takes on one of the city's most powerful crime bosses. Dude, Yakuza bullshit and all that. <laughs> yeah. Anz, Anzel Elgort, yeah. you got your, uh, your uh, isn't that um, Solo? Solo. Yeah, that's a Solo, right? No, wait. Is yeah, it? isn't Anzel Elgort your... Oh, no, he's the one we all think should have been. Oh, right, right, right. right. <laughs> He's your baby. He's your baby driver. Yeah, he's the oh, one that hilarious. looks just like him. He's the baby driver, right? right. Yes. And the yeah. fault, the fault in your stars and your 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 divergence and insurgence. West Side and, Story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Say yeah, you're right. again. Say you're again. Yeah. <laughs> I, come on, I dare you. I want him. I want this show. I want this. Are you kidding? A crime drama with yeah. Ken Watanabe in charge of the police I'm, thing. I'm loving it. What yeah. about a Gary Oldman? To play that part, I mean, Gary Oldman can do played, anything. He was—that's what Christopher Nolan fo- wanted. He wanted uh, Oldman to play Razagul mm. in Batman Begins. Really? It's gotta be—it's gotta be weird when you start getting mail from AARP and your last name is Oldman. <laughs> yeah, Old your name's Oldman. Old you start getting AARP yeah. emails like uh, years before you turn fifty for him. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, you know. do. <laughs> He's great, dude. Man, what a—that's so funny because I look back at some of my favorite movie moments, and a lot of them involve Gary Oldman, like. Yeah, He's fantastic. The, the things about you know, serious black, yeah, uh, Fifth Element, Sid vicious, Fifth yeah, Fifth Element, element oh, freaking yeah. the professional, still one of the best villains ever in the professional, which we really need to watch on here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, True Romance. Yep, Book of Eli, another great bad guy role. Oh, yeah. He's just yeah. great. He's just great. And, and he's where in, was you know, he? Where was he in the Harry Potter reunion? He I was mean, there. I mean, <laughs> no, but the, the Harry Potter reunion was like really super focused on. Uh, some of the actors and then actors like him eh. well i mean he <laughs> was, was like he was there he just was uh i don't know i mean i bet they felt lucky to even get him there for five minutes because he's mr oscar man now you know he's like a huge deal and he probably didn't have you know i don't know i don't know it's hard to say but here he was there i saw him he looked all old he looked old <laughs> he looked old like man old. he's old man <laughs> he looked old man yeah he was born in 58 <clears throat> that makes him 60 something and uh <clears throat> he's just great we love that guy yeah he can uh kind of do not much wrong. wrong yeah i'm trying to think of something i i didn't like him in he's great and look that bram stoker's dracula what do you remember about that that weird ass hair that's who you the remember weird, right? yeah, the weird bun yeah 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 what do you remember also weird, about so weird hair in fifth element what's going on with that why is the weird yeah, hair weird hair in uh true romance he's got dreadlocks for some reason no kidding what uh, the tinker taylor story spy soldier story what was that called? Tinker yeah, Taylor Soldier things. Spy? Yeah. Amazing in that. It. That was 10 yeah. years ago. Holy shit. All right. Yeah. Uh, Finkel, Einhorn. What is Einhorn. it called? Finkel, Finkel and Einhorn. What's Einhorn and Finkel. Tinker. Tinker. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. There you go. Got it. Okay. Understood. Yeah. And then Darkest, the Darkest Hole. Winston Churchill. Oh, no. Darkest Hour. Sorry. I I did notice that Jack Gleason was in oh, this yeah. movie. Little I didn't Joffrey. You know. Yeah, yeah I, w- I wouldn't have known that. I would not have flipped that around because I, you know, I hadn't yet seen Game of Thrones. But yeah, I was like, hey, that's right. Jack Gleason. Oh yeah, well, back then we Joffrey didn't know that. Boy, we didn't know Kurt. that kid. But, what, yeah. what must it yeah. be like to be that recognizable? Like from a yeah. little, he's like seven years old, mm-hmm. and he looks exactly like a. Uh, joffrey like it just yeah. yeah well he's five just he's bizarre. what five years from that role 
Let me think. Oh, five. Yeah. Because 2011 is when that show premiered. So five, six years from then. So he'd have been what? 12. And, and done such a fantastic job that I literally hate Jack Gleason. I literally, when I see him, I'm like, Oh, I hate that guy. I hate that. He's just an actor, but done such a good job. But now he's out, right? He's, he's, He's taking a break from acting. Yeah, he quit after completely. Game of Thrones. Had a little, a couple little other things, but basically, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to go finish yeah. college and just chill." And yeah, I've already, I've been yeah. doing this since I was two, apparently. So I'm out. Yeah, I mean, he's a kind of, he's got a great little kid face for movies. I think he probably just, I don't know, maybe, maybe the Joffrey role was so freaking evil and horrid that he just yeah. didn't want to get typecast. So he's like, I'm hard. getting out of this for Yeah, exactly. Like, it's probably hard for him to get something that's like, no, I really want to play the love interest. Come on. Whatever, Joffrey. It's like the, the, same time, the Malfoy kid the looks a lot time. better Let's, these days. I mean, yeah. once again, if you look this evil, like if, you, if you're, you know, like you're a professional evil, someone who professionally looks evil. Yeah. Like you can make a living at it. Yeah, you yeah. should go make yeah. some money. Like go make some money yeah. doing it. Do it. Yeah. He still can. He's got plenty of time. He'll be all right. Oh yeah, I'm worried yeah. about Just that. Take a kid. break. Maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. I when I, when I first read that announcement, it just, that sounded like somebody who's got it together and was, knew what he wanted to do. And I, yeah, I can't deny that. Good on them. What they want. Good on yeah. anybody who leaves Hollywood to do something. You right. know, we yeah. we really hold acting. Yeah, we really hold acting and fame in a really high regard, and especially in America. And yeah. we, we just, it just blows our mind that anybody would walk away from that. And it's like, psh, it's like, why do no. we do that? I don't know why people do it. let people do walk what they're going to do. Walk away. Just walk away. Just we walk just away. want the gas. Just walk away. Nice throwback. Um, all right. Hey, check this out. Tim Burton and Michael Keaton, director and star of Batman 1989 and Batman Returns 92, both stated they were impressed by this movie. Ooh, oh, very impressive. I wish oh, we had a thought of that. Yeah, well, this is great. We really are impressed with what you've done, Mr. Nolan. <laughs> My favorite trivia by far about this movie is the following, and this is the exact words. Although Christian Bale performed many of his own stunts, he wasn't allowed anywhere near the Batmobile. I love that. Uh, I don't blame him. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Were yeah. they, where, was he I, like, I want, let me drive. We're not letting you drive, was, Christian. Right. And then he really, goes, oh, good for you. <laughs> good for I was really annoyed with the uh, with the Batman Batmobile transformation hug the engine so you can do special it's, things. I was right. it didn't really seem annoyed necessary. this time. It felt unnecessary, right? Like <laughs> if I just if I'm just jumping onto this other parking garage or jumping onto this yeah. roof of this parking garage, why do I need to get so low? Like right. can, is there like a periscope down here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. right. I was like, oh God. Well, I do so I do like around. that it was a vehicle a, a, or a vehicle that they were building to make for the military and it was to lay bridges yeah. and you know had all these other functions and then him deciding well i'm going to make it black and make it the batmobile i think that might be my favorite batmobile origin or at least in a modern sense. origin story or the actual batmobile my well, favorite i'm let's, sorry let's Tim Burton's batmobile just, Tim, yeah no Tim that Tim thing's ridiculous it looks like i looked right. at it recently like it was uh they, they showed trash. the uh they showed <laughs> some batman stuff at the tim burton Symphony right. thing that I went and saw, and they showed video from the first Batman, which was great because it was like the day after I watched Batman Begins. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that thing just looks like it's all fiberglass, and if it, you it sit it on it, bounces, wrong, it'll fall apart. It yeah. bounces around. It has no weight to it, <laughs> no. unlike this one. Exactly. Yeah. I it's like it. a parade float, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and this one, this one is all tires. Like the tires yeah. are massive. It, it, it feels like some somebody came along and said, "All right, we need a new Batmobile." 
And we have these tires from like some earth excavator that we've right. been wanting to use. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, let's build the Batmobile around those, these six foot tall tires. Go. Yeah. And I mean, the, it, uh, and the, and the effects people who got to do all the sound effects for that thing really had a good time. Cause it was just constantly coming around corners and stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. I just, I just like the one I just put in our chat is kind of the, yeah. the Burton era. That was, was that, that was later. That was, uh, that may have been, that what's was, his name? Um, Right, go, uh, nipple man, Schumacher. Schumacher. That was yeah. I, I can see Clooney riding around in that one. Yeah, I'm trying to find one that was. I can't find it. Well, anyway, the the what I like. Oh, you know what? The Burton one was one with the big nipple in the front. Um, yes, right. Yes, <laughs> oddly yeah, that's enough, absolutely. he put the right. nipples in the car. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely the Schumacher one. Yeah. There it is. Here, I'll yeah. I'll send that in there. But that so okay. So those those are just impractical. There's nothing about these yeah. that's a practical absolutely. device. Whereas the tumbler at least looks like all right. We got to get somewhere and do it in a rough way, and 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 it's <laughs> gonna to, you know we have to drive through a wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The tumbler yeah. seems like it could do that. Now this new this new thing Pattinson's driving is like a cool fastback looking seventies hot rod muscle car. Now that I'm, I'm kind of into that. it. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. I want to see how they I like, handle it. But I know. like not as rich Batman. I yeah. like you know just you know <laughs> practical Batman. Rich Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Batman so upper, with taste. Upper class Batman. Yeah, just Batman with some taste. Like yeah, sure. not, yeah. not this shitty whatever the shit this is. And and then you know if you want to go all the way back to like the TV show. There's one in our chat. I mean, what were they thinking? That's so dumb. Yeah. This shouldn't oh, even... I love that one. Oh, I it, love... Has no, it has I, no I top. I can't think of a Batmobile that I don't like. It has no top. All the Riddler has to do is fly over and drop a question bomb on you or whatever but he's going to do. But it has, <laughs> it, has, it, has a, it has a siren on it and a light. Yeah. Who would who would who would have a, uh, a a water gun full of poison that they could just hit you in the face with because you don't have a top? <laughs> right. Who's a villain with Rick water? Probably. Gun? Yeah. Rick Riddler. All about the water yeah. stuff, right? Oh my God! Joker. I love that beetle beetle Batman. I know. Is that cool? Batman beetle <laughs> mobile. Now I I will admit, if I was to choose, I would probably take the camo version of the tumbler over the black one. But that's just me. I just thought the I, camo. I like cool. the black the black one. I thought it was pretty smooth. Yeah, but as as Batmobiles go, I remember it being very controversial at the time when they first showed pictures of it. People are like, "What? That's not the Batmobile." And I just thought, "Right, well, what well, is the Batmobile did. anyway? Like, it's never, it it's never that cool. Like, it's impossible. It's a giant gadget car. Like, what are you gonna yeah. do to impress me anymore? You know? <laughs> I but, liked it. I really, I really, I really dug it. And the sound effects really do bring it home to make it this this uh, series of. Batmobile. Oh, look at this. I just, sorry, I found an article you guys might enjoy. Forbes magazine has ranked all Batmobiles. Okay. I'm going to oh, tell you. Well, Forbes oh, magazine well, as long as they've ranked them, then I feel like those, right. that'll absolutely be my choice. This will be you your know, pick. You know, yeah. Forbes is just a blog, right? Yeah, so yeah, some, yeah. Guy, yeah, it's a guy. some guy. Yeah, some guy. Larry Forbes. Post. Yeah, it's Larry Forbes, and he says this. <laughs> Larry Forbes. Number seven, Batman Forever's The Kil- the Kilmer Mobile is the one that he put as number seven. Yeah. It's the least good. Uh, number oh, six, really? Yeah, says number six is the Batman and Robin Clooney mobile from '97. I think that thing looks ridiculous too. Uh, then number five, the Tumbler. So they didn't oh, rank that very wow. high. Then we got Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice and Suicide Squad, the Batfleck mobile. Oh, that one yeah, is good. that Batfleck is a really good one. It's pretty uh, cool it's a nice combination. Yeah, about the that two. One, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, then they've got Batman: Mask of the Phantasm from the animated movie in '93. That is a pretty cool car, but not very practical. Number two, the original and not real Adam West thing. And number one, 89 Batman Returns, that ugly thing with yes. the nipple in the middle. I disagree. Wow. Dang Skippy. 
It makes the most sense. No, it doesn't. It sucks. It's a big. It's just a big giant rocket, and he put some stuff around it. It's like a thing Tim Burton will be buried it's in. A, it's a jet engine, yeah. and then you wrapped a car around it. Yeah, that's true. That is what that is, right? It's a rotary rotary jet. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Well, you I can see on the front cool. of an SR seventy one or something, right? Yeah. It's got a little when scoop. you're Batman, you absolutely have to get there immediately. If they don't bury Before Tim Burton's decaying corpse in that, then we have done a mistake. <laughs> you know, we've done a mistake. Put that. Have put we that done a mistake? There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. All right, this is great. An unforeseen problem with the Ninja Training Academy was that Liam Neeson towered over the rest of the men. This was swiftly solved yeah. by putting most of the ninjas on wooden blocks. So they, wooden blocks. They made them stand it. up. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, good. It's like They're a, all it's, clopping around. Clop, yeah. clop, clop, clop. It's, this movie has a lot of things that seem important, but then they don't go anywhere. Mm. As, so like one of them is when Lee, when Liam Neeson decides that he's going to uh, he's going to give Batman, a, not Bruce Wayne, a bad trip and then uh, fight. Oh, yeah, you have to yeah. fight everybody and you're not going to you have to fight me, but you're not going to know which one I am because I'm going to pull down a mask and hide back here in the crowd. Like it was like, OK, but what what is you have to how does he win does he have to what's yeah. the deal what are the rules here mm-hmm. like it was there were, it was like a, such a <laughs> strange no, thing there are no rules to ninja twister ninja, <laughs> twister. ninja twister okay all right thank you <laughs> that's exactly what that freaking was oh my gosh yeah there was no point to that and just giving him a little bit of the drug for why what what did that do? I know. And I was like, so we could establish that that was a thing. And it was a clue that Raza Ghul was involved with uh, with the whole thing. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Rans. no, that's true. You give him a tiny dose. Well, he did, explained it later. It was like a tiny dose yeah. compared to this thing they were about to unleash on the city. And They weaponized it. Oh, the my God. Best, they said they weaponized it what, one more time. I was going to punch him in the face. Every <laughs> time every time somebody saw something out of the eyes of somebody who was affected by the spray, my favorite, I think, was when he he turned it on. Uh, oh, the, on Crane and the, the yeah, goo and then coming that, out of yeah, uh, dude. Oh. Batman's mouth. And it wasn't even oh, like was a so cowl. Cool. It was one solid like demon head. And yeah, yeah. that was badass. Oh, <laughs> so bad. good. Yeah, I love that. Stuff. Again, once again, it doesn't go anywhere. You're expecting to see something like that when uh, Rachel Dawes is tripping. Yeah, and there's yeah. not. She doesn't see anything. It was that made me so sad because they didn't take advantage of that at all. First of all, it's a panic-inducing uh, chemical agent, and so. She's on the wildest, scariest ride of her life in the Batmobile. In the tumbler, riding, yeah. yeah, on the tumbler, riding the riding the roofs of Gotham, and I'm like, we should be seeing some, you know, some funky stuff right now. And they never <laughs> really played see into the it. The trees dance on the side. Yeah. And- yeah, and when she looked at him, and he's saying, he's saying, you know, just be calm, everything will be okay. It should be him going, be calm, be calm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't take advantage of that. That yeah. kind of disappointed me. Instead, they took that time to transform the the tumbler so that he could go hug the engine and do whatever he right. does to right. make it jump, tickle the engine. I suppose. At yeah. the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I remember seeing this the first time and being really thrilled by it. Like I remember seeing, oh, yeah. that whole the whole idea of designer drugs being being like you know a a real thing in this universe because like this was before like web 2.0 and you know this was before everybody got their hands on some bitcoin and start like you you found out oh the world is full of designer drugs that people are selling to each other over the internet in every possible way like that it was it was something new and and interesting at the time Mm, is what i'm saying yeah but i did like the fact that nolan went with the age-old 
poison the water supply Batman yeah. story. Right. I was I was kind of pleased with that. I'm like, oh look, they're gonna poison the water. It supply. is the hand wringing. Uh, go one of the one of the go tos in the, uh, yeah. the hand wringing supervillain yeah, uh, playbook. Yeah. All, all comics, right? Like, yeah. The only the only thing that's more prevalent is you're gonna uh, buy all of the island and <laughs> and somehow that makes you the best supervillain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They they again. It's hard. It's hard going with with your your Raza Ghoul combo with uh, uh with the um, with the Scarecrow. And when yeah. you know that you're just holding on to things like Riddler and Joker and Penguin and you know other possible, other possible or Bane for that matter. I think, yeah, Tim Burton so personified that up until this point that they had to go in a different direction, right? They couldn't they couldn't address the Penguin. It would just look ridiculous. I mean, how do you follow up after Danny DeVito? Yeah, you no, gotta, I agree. You well, well, you make you make sure you never make that mistake again. It's the first thing you do. Right. You don't ever right. make you never make the mistake of having Danny I mean, DeVito in your. I movie mean, the again. penguin's gonna look ridiculously boring after you know Danny DeVito's. Which is fine. Covered. Look how look how um how much better we like Heath Ledger's Joker after seeing the garish yeah. uh, Jack Nicholson. I, is is but it's hard to say because I like both of them i i can't i don't go oh well heath ledger was so much better i, I like I every go, joker they've ever done except for that new one the old school i like them Romero. all oh Even, really the leto one you i don't like? like the jared leto's joker at all oh, jared, i don't either. really i like that I one don't, i don't mind the jared leto the they, jared leto one but jack nicholson was too big and fat you want a wiry thin <laughs> joker and jared leto is a wiry thin joker yeah and i and i realized at some point that i really liked the caesar alpha romeo joker yeah yeah caesar yeah. alpha romeo. yeah yeah, he's, yeah. He's i always forget right? he's i can never remember his stupid name joker. because it's all over the, the one place. it's the yeah. one you can see his mustache through his makeup yes yes right. yeah. i'm not yeah. shaving it i'm not shaving it yeah That's he was like part. he refused he's like look you want me to be joker then i'm keeping my mustache just cake exactly. on the makeup but no, like how am I supposed Henry to attract Cavill? young young children if I don't if I shave this? <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> even like you know, like the most recent Joker thing with uh, with uh, what's his beak River or uh, River Phoenix's brother uh, uh, Andre Phoenix. Phoenix. What's his name? <laughs> Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. No, he's talking about the oh, Joker Joaquin movie. Phoenix, the Joker movie. Yeah, the Joker <laughs> movie. He uh, he's talking about the veget the vegetarian uh, Joker. Yeah, the vegetarian right. Joker. He he even he knew he had to get all thin and weird looking. To, yeah. to do it properly. I, I'm with Ibit on this. I don't, I've never, I don't hate Jack Nicholson's performance, but what I always felt like I was watching, even when I first saw that, was just Jack Nicholson doing cosplay. It didn't, right, never right. felt like a I mean, character. He, he took it as a, you know, as a big mob boss who fell in some chemicals, messed up his face, puts makeup <laughs> on it. Exactly. <laughs> that laugh, even that, is just wrong because he would do a lot of hoo hoo hee hee hoo hoo. Right. Like, yeah. but that's right out of the Caesar Romero. Yeah, um, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That he was probably yeah. angling or not. Well, he's probably because, channel, up until that channel, point. Channel, yeah, that yeah. was yeah. Up until that <laughs> point, that was that was the one you had to point to, right? Yeah. He so was, was he was, was his, his Joker. Point. Yeah. If you if Jack yeah. Nicholson had a Joker, it was Caesar Romero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, saw it. So. so I watched. I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, Little Little Shop of Horrors, the original '60s one, early '60s, yeah. okay. 1960, yeah, I think, yeah. is out of. Uh, it's in the public domain. It 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 was not. Oh, I, was I saw you watching that on an adventure club and I was like, Oh, that's an interesting thing for him to pick to watch. But yeah, now it makes yeah. sense. That's why that's... I picked it. It's because I can't get in trouble for it. But uh yeah. Jack Roger Nicholson's Corman, in that right? damn thing. Yeah, it's a Corman film. Um oh no wait. Yeah. Is yeah. 
Yeah, and that's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's right. in it, um, and yeah. he's about ten. It feels like, and he's. And I thought right. I thought it was a Roger Corman, but he's he Jack is Nicholson right. is the uh, Bill Murray character from the '86 remake. Does he also? Okay, so this is where I admit something that I thought I'd seen and haven't. I thought I'd seen the Rick Moranis, Steve Martin, mm. blah 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 thing, and I you never have, have yeah. seen it. I have oh, no idea God. why not or why I think I did. I think I saw scenes. Ooh. It's just like a weird yeah. memory for me. So we ought to maybe I, do be, that one. It'd be That'd interesting be to this. see that. Oh, that would be so interesting to see that for the first time this far down the road. I, I'd be curious to know I, your thoughts on that. Yeah. I was able to snag a the the copy, the DVD that they pulled of Little Shop of Horrors when um, uh, what's-his-face puppeteer uh, guy – the director of that, God, why can't I remember his name? Uh, anyway, pulled it because yeah. of uh, they didn't want that ending to be out, and so I still have a copy of the Little Shop oh, of Horrors got- DVD oh, that they recalled nice. because they didn't want that ending. What out, was the, the ending? Original ending is the original ending controversial or something? Or, or just- yeah, audience, test audiences hated it. It was basically um, Audrey Two taking over the world. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. That, oh, that I, that's it. Just always cracks me up because I'm like, oh, that was the part they went too far. Come on, people. Come on. <laughs> Is there wasn't a, Ellen me, Green's boobs constantly being pushed out of her top or anything right. like yeah, that? No that kidding. Was the, <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this. So in the in the yeah. old sixty one nineteen sixty one, the um, there was a guy that came in played by Dick Miller. We talk about him all the time from uh, like uh, uh, Gremlins, right? Wasn't he the somebody's dad oh, okay. in Gremlins? Yep. Not the main uh, dad, but. He? Okay. Uh, whatever. The, the, you know Nick Miller if you saw him. He's yeah. a great character actor. Just died like not long ago. Anyway, uh, he's in it, and he eats flower. He comes in, just eats oh. flowers. Is that a character in the '86 one too? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't no. think of. That's okay. funny. No, I can't. And think he's of, uh, and in Gremlins. He's the uh, he's just the retired vet. He's not anybody's. Okay, he's nobody's dad. As as he's Frank, nobody's God, dad. why couldn't I remember freaking Frank Oz? So Frank Oz is the director. Oh, of the one. oh, yeah. Frank yeah. Oz. May I really? Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. a puppeteer, and I couldn't, I didn't know that. Okay, well, can we watch yeah. that for Film Sack? Can yeah. we get that on there? I would yeah. love to watch it. I've also it. never seen it. Oh, good. Oh, really? Wow. That's, that's fascinating. Oh, good. Cool. I'm always surprised that uh, when, so, usually way, I'm, I'm all surprised by something morning, like yeah. this, but well, I don't care. I'm fine with that. All right. I don't mind musicals. Um, especially, you know, this one's just, it's how everyone loves it. Like everyone tells yeah. me, oh, that '86 movie—it's a classic. I did love and- it. I, uh, I got—I uh, won an award in the Jefferson County School District for my <laughs> critical review of Little what? Shop of Horrors back wow. in the '80s. Do you yeah. still have that review? Because I would love for you to read that as your intro. Yeah. Oh my god! You know what? I might. I actually might <laughs> track was, that so down. I, yeah, I did it as a two-person review where I was arguing for it and somebody else was arguing against it. It is uh, not streaming. It's rentable on all the platforms, but not streaming. Okay. Yeah. Keep an eye I, on I it. Think, I think it's, uh, yeah, we'll find access yeah, to it. We'll get, well, I mean, I, you know, yeah. whether, I, it's always best if it's streaming, but if we came down to it and we can never seem to how find it there. Get, how did we get here from Batman? Begins? I don't know. Uh, oh, Jack uh, Nicholson, Jack Joker. Nicholson. Joker. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joker. Jack. But you Nicholson. did Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it's his fault. Hey, Joker. Uh, something in my notes that I want to ask: Is this the only movie's origin story that kind of makes the parents' death a little bit Bruce Wayne's fault? Oh yeah, big <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. He's like, hey kid, yeah. you had a panic attack. We gotta go. Oh no, your parents are dead. It's your damn fault. Yeah. As much if as he, he kept if they saying, could have all left at the same time as all the rest of the uh-huh. patrons mm-hmm. instead of going out like you wanted. Yeah. 
No, I, I, the fact that he was like later in the movie trying to make up for how guilty he felt about it. And then, right. you know, uh, Michael Caine had to keep reassuring him it was never his fault. But you know what? Right. This is damn fault. His dad said, let's go through the exit through the alley. I mean, they could have gone yeah. out the front door. It, it, it really was his yeah, dad's why fault. Why didn't they go I out mean, the front? It, why didn't at they? At the end of the day, it really was his dad's fault. Okay. Well, do, Br- yeah. what's his name? Howard Wayne? What is it? Uh, Thomas it, Thomas Wayne. Dead Wayne. I always think of Martha. I'm thinking of Howard Clark or uh, Howard uh, Stark as Howard Hughes. Of. Oh, Howard Stark, sure. Yeah, but he he. It is his fault. Go out the front door like a normal person. What was the problem right. there? Exactly. exactly. Go out the back alley. Also, is this the first one where Martha never said a word? Did she say anything in this? His mom. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Only one that they talked on the train. Did she? No. She. But you could hear you could hear her talking, but there was nothing prominent where you could hear it in the foreground oh interesting always- okay wow yeah. okay because it like she yeah. like when when he brings in a uh, little bruce with a broken bone she asks right if it's going to be okay or something but it's yeah. just like I, I don't know man to this uh who are our screenwriters here they just they just don't want women talking in this movie goyer, <laughs> goyer is uh i mean what do we know goyer from other things right like um he's famous for something else that i should know hold on let me just search okay david s goyer Writer extraordinaire. Here we go. Oh, he wrote Dark City, which I love. So no, no complaint oh, there. He's yeah. great. Uh, Bat. Oh, he wrote the new Batman versus Superman movie, which is very bad. He wrote Dark Knight, which is good. He wrote Flash Forward. Don't know what that is. And he wrote. Oh, he's writing eleven of those Sandman episodes coming up. Oh, okay. But he also wrote a, a bunch of Foundation, which really petered out for me. I wanted uh, that to I be know. good. We I, hear, I a was lot so excited, <laughs> a lot of petering out. Yeah. I was really excited about that uh, about Foundation, and I keep hearing the same thing. Like, yeah, could have been so much Ooh, better. It was great right up until like suddenly in an, like fifth or sixth episode, suddenly it just got weird and dumb. Wow. And I don't know what happened. I feel like maybe the pandemic happened. They were filming it and they put it on pause during production. Could like be, it may yeah. literally be just that effect, and you just can feel it. But. It was like, like really compelling, 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 and then episode five, we're like, oh, this is all off the rails. I'm out. Like, and I haven't felt that way about a show in a long time. Really bummed me out. But whatever, they're doing a second season. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll fix itself. I don't. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote the Crow, also, by the way, okay. uh, and Kickboxer mm-hmm. two, and uh, all kinds of cool shit. Blade two. You know, Blade, Blade you know 2. who I loved in this movie. Mm. Uh, the guy who we welcomed uh, to uh, welcome Bruce Wayne to hell, his name is uh, actor Turbo Kong. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. He was the, he, he was the giant in prison. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. The big guy. All right. Okay. He was born in Hong Kong as Cam Wing Kong and took on the name <laughs> Turbo Kong. Hold Turbo on, Kong. is that really? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Turbo Kong. My first yes. name should be Turbo. Yeah. Do you guys notice yeah. Mark Boone Jr. as as a uh, Lieutenant Flass? He was the bearded guy that got hung yeah. upside down. He's yeah, we, we, we talked about him earlier. Well, uh, the the guy is just yeah. uh, like he just looks like he they he came straight from filming uh, Dances with Wolves. Like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like, but, there's just no other look for this guy. Yeah, he doesn't know Jonathan what else Mark. to do. Here, he's my gross moment. Let me play this for you. Gross. What was it about him? You guys think maybe gross me out? What do you think there? Just as no, that beard, sweaty, sweaty, beardy. (laughs) You guys didn't notice what I did then. So when they, so when Batman pulls him up on the string and is threatening him and going, "Tell me where the whatever," 
His, he had one of those uh, Ted Cruz mouth boogers going. Oh, okay. Like okay. a little, <laughs> little, little white hunk of something. Little crusty white stuff on the sides of his mouth. Yeah, and it's like okay. a little hunk that was like on his lip or whatever. Now, unlike Ted Cruz, who famously ate his during the debate, um, <laughs> it's the most foul thing ever. Uh, his just sort of hung there, and then when he dropped him, it went away. But um, yeah, it grossed me out. Not in, yeah. not into that. There was a couple of times. Okay, so Batman. The okay, so there's when they're when they're casting Batman. The first thing they say is, "Does he have a strong chin? Yeah. He's got to have a yeah, chin because right, Batman yeah, sure. is a chin." Uh, and Christian Bell did something that you know is always controversial, and that's whenever whenever the character is Batman, they go, "I'm Batman," and they have to do right. their deep voice the thing. Voice. Yeah. Unfortunately, Christian Bell has to do it by dropping his chin down into his into his throat, <laughs> and so he got Batman double chin over here going, "I'm Batman," and I'm like, "Okay, but you're losing your chin, bruh. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of your thing. Yeah, his yeah, you gotta, you gotta uh, keep your chin strong. I still say the most regrettable thing about the Christian Bale movies is their choice to have him just try to be a different voice and him doing it in front of people who know who he is, like yeah, doing it yeah. in front of Alfred or doing it in front of Rachel or Rachel or whatever. Yeah. It's like you guys, they know who you are. You can just be Christian Bale yeah. talking just because you have the cowl on. There's nothing making you do that stupid guttural voice. So yeah. here's the only time the Ben Affleck character gets any love from me. The voice modulator in those movies is a cool idea and very Batman. Yeah. It's something Batman would do. It makes yeah. sense canonically. It sounded badass. Yeah. It's totally the way to do it. Yeah. And this this is Tobey Maguire with like organic with, web shooters. Organic webs. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't the, do it. They went that direction. Yeah. And if you're yeah. good at it, like Michael Keaton could get, get down there, you know, and kind of do it. Yeah. But I don't think Christian Bale, it's just bad. It's just <laughs> shitty. Right. And then at the beginning uh, of the third movie, it's it's so bad that you don't know what he's saying. Yeah, it's horrible. Like you, have, you have no idea what I those I feel like he's playing are. a joke on us I, at that point, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I had, I, had, I had a debate. I had a debate, closed captures or not, and I went closed caption on this one this time. Yeah. There was just too many times where he was like, I, like when he was in the prison fighting Turbo Kong. And Turbo Kong says, you know, I'm the devil and uh, by the way, foreshadowing. And, uh, and I was like, okay. And then, then, then Christian Bell said something. I'm like, I didn't hear that. I don't know what he just said. Your practice, I think is what. I know it's such a, I mean, I feel like it's just a thing of getting old. It's like, I kind of want to have closed captioning on all the time. (laughs) We've, we've talked about this. I mean, Christopher Nolan is, is making an artistic decision and lots and lots of people have followed, but this is the turning point. This is a time when, before this, movies uh, have actors who speak like they're on a stage and they're very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and we are now getting into the time of films where the filmmaker wants it to sound gritty. There's times they really don't care if you understand what's being said. Like, they literally don't care. That's their their art, right? They're making something that's supposed to, like, freaking the movie Memento or Insomnia is a better example. You're supposed to, you're supposed to be exhausted and, and just you can't possibly – understand every little thing it's like, like the evolution what they want yeah it's like the evolution of rap rap used to be a do 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 ba do ba do ba do do and you could understand every freaking word they said and these days it's just like mumble 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 you know a lot of mumbles i love that you have yeah. that on the ready right <laughs> i love that that backtrack to that 50 cent song is one of my favorite thing in the world yeah oh it's so good this is uh, go, go shorty go and that one's all instrumental but i love it 
Anyway, um, hey, there were 27 bodies in this thing. Body count 27. Uh, that's unusual yeah, for a PG. Yeah, he did not mind Batman killing a copper kill. too. Huh. Mm, interesting. Not this Batman. Well, he didn't seem yeah. to. They never implied that he killed killed him. He just. I don't know. He killed, certainly, killed didn't, certainly didn't stop when he thought that they he might be made, blowing up the police cars behind the tumbler that were chasing yeah, him. Yeah. Maiming them. Yeah. Some of that stuff I, was just like, like death so, by uh, ignorance or something. You know? I was so annoyed when he turned the bat lights off and they're like, oh, oh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> it's a stealth ghost car. Mode. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean stealth mode? How is that? What? Yeah. It's a car on the highway. What, right. what does this mean? We have yeah. a helicopter with a light on it. And yeah. suddenly it's like, oh, now it doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. They, they did remind me of that Simpsons episode where they're following uh, Homer and, and Chief Wiggum are following somebody and suddenly they turn their lights off and Wiggum goes, yeah. oh, it's a ghost car. And I just think that's the <laughs> funniest thing. And it's all I could think about during that scene. So nicely done. Uh, the name Batman is only said 10 times through the movie. It's a fun trivia there for you. 10 times. Wow. Yep. And about five of them, it's the Batman. And about right. five times, it's just Batman. And I would like them to pick a lane because I need to yeah. know yeah. whether he is a, he is a Batman or the Batman. Please. And, right. and yeah. no payoff to the no payoff at all to the Batman mask. Ten thousand versions of it. They was like oh, right. or ten thousand copies. Have a lot of spares. Of mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, where's he putting those at? Yeah. Right. Bat uh, storage. Bat storage. <laughs> what? By the way, I what the like hell the- was that play? Can you guys tell me what that play was? Oh yeah, that's oh, what I was we re- referring to at, at the top of the show. It's a, you know it's the, the 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 Faustian legend of Faust. Is that what that know, is? Right. Deal with the, with the devil. And, I mean, it wasn't Dante's Inferno. No, it wasn't Dante's was Inferno. Like, Even though they refer yeah. to levels so many times in this yeah. film, yeah. it will just freaking drive you nuts. Okay, but yeah, I just wondered if it was meant to just be like, oh, we don't know what the play is, but it got people look like it bats was, in it. So it was know. it was it was trying to set up the whole story. Mm. So uh, opera they, is yeah the opera is uh, Mephistophele yeah Mephistophele and, uh, okay Mephistophele is how I say it but Fele if you want <laughs> Mephistophele uh huh what's that about um, Mephisto the devil it's about it's, the it's devil Faust, it's a Faustian opera where where you uh where where he makes a deal with the devil he's basically a rich guy uh looking for something more and so he makes a deal with the devil. And he has to, re, uh, you know, it's it's basically this movie. <laughs> so it's, a, I mean, it's a relatively new opera. It was it was the only opera that was written and completed by a composer named Arrigo Buito. Yeah. And this uh, is like late 1860s, like 1868 or something like that. Yeah. Interesting. OK. I, I, I'm always curious about that stuff. And I know usually that sort of thing's supposed to be like. Oh, it parallels what's happening in this movie, but it looked right. like it looks just looked like burning chaos to me. Like, what is this play? Yeah, yeah. that's opera. that's the idea. That's <laughs> opera for you. Guys, burning chaos. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, and I don't know. I don't like opera. You'd be surprised what Brian thinks of I opera. Don't, yeah. I don't like <laughs> opera, and I don't blame anybody for liking opera. You could totally like opera, and I appreciate the skill that it takes, but. I kind of compare it to like liking strawberry ice cream. Either you like strawberry ice cream or you don't. And I don't. <laughs> yeah. Not <laughs> well, your this was, favorite. Th- yeah. This was another one of those rotating. wild, wild. Yeah, I don't like rotating. You don't, you don't like coincidences in movie. And like, what's a, oh. what are the, what are the odds that after this kid gets frightened by bats for the rest of his if, life, if he had, if he had stayed, to see a, a, a bat opera, like, mm. come on. If, right. right. If he had just stayed and watched the whole opera, 
he would have avoided a lot of things. He's very impressionable, obviously. So he could have just avoided the whole deal. He would have like, oh, he'd you know, op, you know, recognized immediately. Raza Ghul is the devil. They even say it when he's in that prison. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, you're in hell. They're trying to, they're trying to be, they're trying to replicate a lot of that. They're trying to hammer me over the head. Yeah, they're trying to beat yeah. to death with it. Sure. That's fine. And, yeah. And I know we I know we made fun of it in the opening of this episode, but I just can't stop thinking about how un, un uh, like just ridiculous this uh hideout at the top of a of a glacier yes. mountain is. Like it's, it's just crazy. it's, it's hilarious. In, like what? <laughs> no, you're supposed to I know. And and I like in the why does it make so much sense to me in comic books but not in yeah. a movie? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why either. I do like the whole Tibetan snowy mountaintop motif as a backdrop for st- yes. I'm I'm fine with that generally speaking. But we saw this in like what the shadow. He had a similar experience. Uh, right. I don't know. I didn't need as I, much I think, of it as we got. I think that there's comics give, allow you an imagination gap, so you don't. You can kind of like wave your hand a lot easier. Yeah. Whereas in a movie, you, you're going from, you know, you're going from the the base to the to the base camp level, mid level, then to the top. It all kind of just it just makes sense yeah. in the context. I did like this, and this is something Snyder seems to forget, um, with his Snyderverse take on on the DC Snyderverse. stuff. Is that Batman's you know, Bruce Wayne is not only trying to sort of find himself, deal with his own fear and guilt, blah 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 and all of that, but he's also just trying to find out the simplicity of what's right, what's wrong. And one right. of the things that's right is, you know, he hands half of his apple to this kid who's clearly starving in this right. town he's in or whatever. I like that they at least made this attempt to say, at the core of it all, Batman may be a little effed up, but he's it, it is justice he's after. And for him, it is simple. There's a right and there's a wrong. To, and I think that's a good thing to do. MCU is very good at this, very good at planting that flag and saying, you know, mm-hmm. Steve Rogers is is kind of a boy scout but that's okay and we're going to lean into it i wish dc it, would do that more it, it feels and it fits in with uh the god complex that a lot of heroes in dc has because yeah. even in this one uh we talked about the part where uh flas is is being dangled upside down and he says you know you know pray to me or something like that and it's implying that you know he, he's the god of of this in it's, I don't know. It's yeah. odd. Yeah. It's odd. Odd God. It's odd. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's fine in the end. Uh, speaking yes. of in the, in the end, it's let's fine. do some clips from Batman Begins. Uh, let's begin the clips from Batman Begins. Ooh. <laughs> I bet there's a lot that I can't. Can I turn on the, can I turn on the, the subtitles for this? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, Thanks, a lot of these are not bad. Well, I don't know how many Bruce Wayne actual or actually Batman quotes I got, but not as many as you'd think. Anyway, I actually was worried because the film wasn't really producing notable comments. And then later on, it got to be OK. So we got a good we got a good amount yeah. here. Right. So let's start with this one. Um, actually, funny enough, this is one I'm not sure what he says. So y'all help <laughs> okay. me with what this says. Good. I like these. We'll start right here. What did you say? Here we go. You in hell, little man. What? You're yeah, you're in hell, little man. Oh, that's now what I've always been talking about over okay, over the now, whole episode. It's now, funny, yeah, it's now that I one. hear it, now that I hear it Literally after man. you guys after you guys said that, now it makes sense. But when I watched it, I didn't know what he said. Here, the boat we the the thing at the Come bottom. Come on, Turbo Kong. You in hell, man. Is that little man? Litcher, Litcher man. Yeah, little man. He said Litcher man. That's not yeah, a little man. Little man. Yeah. Little man. Okay. Because he's turbo. He's a giant. He's a big old. He's giant. a big old brother. boy. Um, all right. Well, that clears that. Up. Whoops. Sorry. Here's this one about uh, needing protection. I don't need protection. Protection for them. 
Ah, so you're the dangerous yeah. one. Yeah. They're locked in here with me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that yeah. is. Yeah. That's good. Um, all right, the so do I trope. So do I, Master. Okay, let me explain. I don't like the cheap dialogue trick that is say the thing twice. So instead of just going, I know you do, Bill. I know. I know you do. Just say, I know you do and be done. You don't have to go, I I, I feel it too. Or say, me too, son. Me too. You don't have to. You said me too already. (laughs) Roger, Roger. I don't know why that bugs me, but. No, the same way. You'll let it slide. Like, You'll let that one slide, everybody. Stop, stop hammering me on motion. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever done that, though? You ever hugged one of your kids? Scott. It's emotion. Brian, have you ever hugged your Tristan when he hurt his knee when he's a little boy, little four-year-old boy hurt his knee, and you hold him and go, I it'll know it hurts, right. son. I know. It'll be. It'll be all right. It'll, it'll be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't Everybody think any of us did. That. I mean, well. uh, I, don't, I don't buy it. All right. Here's uh, Katie Holmes slapping somebody twice. Wow. <laughs> Number two, yeah, I love it. Now that word. Now, even though we didn't like them saying the same thing twice, I really like the fact that she slapped him twice. Oh yeah, the yeah. double no, slap that wasn't was great. enough. I didn't get it she, good she, enough on that one. Here yep. comes the second one. Yep. Also, yeah. also, like maybe she really thought she did a good job the first time. Yeah. Like, oh, I could yeah. do that again. I, yeah. That was nice. Yeah. I wonder how many times he'll let me do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to marry well, Tom Hanks, but I really like a- slapping Christian Bale in the face. I wonder if Tom Hanks will let me do it. Or not Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise will let me do it. <laughs> Tom, Hanks. Tom Hanks would let her do that. Though, <laughs> yeah, he would. For the record. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yep. Slap him right in his money pit. All right. Here's your next Ooh. one. Uh, this is Falcone, and I love him. Tom Wilkinson is great in all things ever. Uh, I don't know when the last time you guys saw uh, Full Monty, but he's so good in that. Anyway, here he is. You're taller than you look in the tabloids, Mr. Wayne. No gun. I'm insulted. Could have gone with more of him. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went crazy a little too soon with the, the gas. I think they could have lasted that out a little bit longer. Yeah. I like Falcone as a character. He's he's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. He's he, he harkens to the great detective uh, bits yeah. of Batman's lore that I, you know, I this new movie's supposed to focus in on more, but we'll see how they do. Uh, everlasting something. What's this? Anyway, here it is. There's a symbol that can be incorruptible. I can be everlasting as Batman. Which, which he's totally wrong about, by the way. Like he's he is foreshadowing the next two movies. Yeah, like the the whole point is of the next two movies is that as a symbol, he becomes completely corruptible. Well, yeah. yes, and, but the idea is more is broader than that because the idea is once you're Batman, you are forever the symbol of Batman. And even when Batman's dead in like future comics, uh, everyone still fears the Batman still thinks the Batman's around and just, you know, don't know why, this where is what he you is get for listening to Raz Ghoul. I guess this so. What you get. Wait, mm-hmm. how do you, uh, here, let me hold on. Raz Al Ghoul. We'll just let yes. her, Raz Al Ghoul. Let her explain one more time. All right. He should have stuck with this voice. Cause for a hot second, this was Batman's voice. What will it take to bring him down? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Be whispery. But this is when you started going. I like whispery Batman. Listen, Rain. I don't think I quit doing that. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a great little scene, by the way. This movie doesn't have enough between uh Bale and Oldman and him holding a stapler to Oldman's neck. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It just that was a 
fine scene. It's I love ama- this movie. One of the great uneasy alliances in the history of storytelling. I love their relationship in almost every incarnation, but mm-hmm. yes, there was mm-hmm. not enough in this movie. There was way more in two and, and probably more satisfying. And now we are two. That's right. All right, here's uh, I Am Bat. Oh, it's his I'm Batman moment. They all get one. So here's Christian Bales. I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman. I'm a Batman. I'm a Batman. Look at me, I have wings. Good for me. Oh, sure. (laughs) All right, here's the mayor. I don't know what it is about the mayor, but I recorded him talking. I don't care if it's rival gangs, guardian angels, or the goddamn Salvation Army. Something about him. (laughs) He sounds like an announcer. Just, it was it was painful. Every time he had to do some lines, I'm like, wow, the why? Following program is brought to you by Limited Point. <laughs> He's got one of those voices. And I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, where are the drugs? Where were the other drugs going? Ah. And you've got a mouth bugger. Eat it like Ted Cruz. <laughs> uh, gotta get one of these. Those? I gotta get me one of those. Okay, I hated that line. Because yeah. it's, I don't think Jim Gordon kind of like the where do you get those wonderful toys kind of yeah. moment, right? Yeah, I yeah. don't like it. Out of character for Gordon, though, you're right. It's just yeah. he wouldn't say it. It's just so one linery in eighties. I didn't yeah. like it. Uh, here's the Raz Al Ghul lady in full form. There's somebody here oh, no. you simply must meet. Now, am I pronouncing this right, Mister Raz Al Ghul? I hate. I hate it. <laughs> distracted acting or distracted characters was starting to get on my nerves as well. Like Gordon, every time he would, he would always turn his back on Batman to talk to him. I'm like, don't do, you know, he's going to disappear. Yeah. He's just going to obviously disappear. Stop doing it. Look at him. Even if you look down, he'll leave. Soon as you turn away. It's just, this movie is absolutely chock full of people who are staring at some painting instead of the person they're talking to. Yeah. Right. Like, like, I guess there must just be really interesting paintings on every wall. (laughs) Everywhere you go. <laughs> Somebody told me, and I don't disagree with this, but they told me I'm uh, I'm like Batman and Gordon when I talk to people on phones or or whatever. Um, oh, did you drop it down? I just drop the call and leave. I just take oh, off. You totally do. I mean, yeah. you do yeah. that on Discord, yeah. You yeah, I do it to everybody. Sort of fanfare. Yeah, back be, pre-internet times, I did it on phones. It's just my way. I don't know what the deal is. I'm not. That guy not know how to say "have a good day." I'm I'm bad at the I'm bad at the final like the dregs of goodbye. I just want to be like done. It's like all right. Well, I know I'm going to see you guys again. So why are we drawing this out by click? You know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a problem. My wife says it's a problem. Dating phone dating was hard for you, right? (laughs) It kind of was. You more no, I click. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, The schmoopy thing would never happen with me like it did with Jerry. I just saw that. Like every time someone says to Scott, "No, you hang up first. Hello. Hello. Hello? Okay. Oh, he did it. Did it. Yeah, that's me. All right. Drinking all my booze. Drinking all of my booze. No, it's just the same line uh, I just yeah, said. Freeloaders. I, yeah. I liked that sequence. Mm. Yeah. I I don't I don't know if maybe one of you hated it, but I yeah. really enjoyed no, how suddenly he had to come up with a way of saving a bunch of people's lives. Right. That didn't betray his actual like secret identity or anything. I thought that was really cool. He steers into the skid of being a completely idiot rich kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just loved it. It is, it is like, and I brought this up earlier, but it is the moment that Christian Bale almost does his "Oh, good, <laughs> good for you." For yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably right. All right, here's uh, Neeson is great in this. I wrote every time a civilization reaches the pinnacle of its decadence, we return to restore the balance. I really like him in this. 
think yeah, he's great. You can understand every word he says. Yeah. yeah. He enunciates, but he's also, whatever. Liam Neeson, I'm going to just say, international treasure. Uh, I don't care how many Takens you make or how many movies like Taken you make. Uh, you're okay in my book, Liam Neeson. You're, you're Schindler's List. You're free. You're amazing. He's amazing. Okay. Yeah. One of the greats. One of the greats. Watch him in anything. Uh, all right. Here's some old audio from the eighties when Ibik asked his girlfriend for a kiss at the door after prom. I remember this. Oh boy. This is what she said. Never. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's might be the shortest prom date uh, audio you've ever played on this show. Can I have a kiss, Shirlene? Never. All right. Shirley. She was, I don't know why she Shirley. was a, she was a <laughs> foreign name. exchange student, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Named Michelle Kane. You know, like it, yeah. Uh, all right. There's you duped. Now you got the bell voice. This is just the beginning. If they hit the whole city with toxin, there's nothing to stop Gotham tearing itself apart from mass panic. Why didn't they stop and go? This is a bad idea. <sighs> yeah. It's distracting that voice you're doing. Do you have any other voices, Christian Bale, you can do? Were they afraid? They were afraid he was going to pop off on them and yell like he did in that one video or that audio? Right. Do a Sir Cheney again. Go do do another. Uh, can you do the Cheney voice yeah, again? Yeah, do Cheney. <laughs> one day you might be able to use that for something. <laughs> Parlay yeah. it into a career. Sure. All right, here's final bad voice, and then we'll move on. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Ugh. I, I yeah. just the things you told me, and now I'm saying them back to you. Yeah. Okay, so all right, so here's where we remember that he's Welsh, and <laughs> he's he's trying really really hard to sound like someone from the east coast of the United States. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, so. I want to listen to it again in that vein. Like, I want you to. I'll play it again. I, like, think about think about like. I don't know. Think about Torchwood or something like, <laughs> you know. All right. Like here goes. Let's try. It's not who I am underneath. But what I do that defines me. Sure, but uh, problem, the problem is that. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I could really use a lozenge. Anybody have a hey. lozenge? <laughs> it's the oh, weakest look. part of that trilogy. Everything else yeah. is great. I enjoy it. Yeah. But he just, yeah. every time he, he says anything in the cowl, I'm just like, all right, dude, knock it he off. Took, he, he took a chance. It didn't work out. Yeah. It's fine. Move yeah. on. It is fine. We're going to move movie. on. But, Pattinson, but let's see what he does. What do you think Robert Pattinson will do? I think he'll go. I'm sparkly in the vampire light or something like that. What I will he say? That they do the, I'm just I, hope they do the same thing with the voice modulator. Cause that, uh, yeah. the first place I saw that was an arrow. Yeah. The TV show arrow. And it's just like, Oh, well that makes sense. That's how you explain why friends and family don't recognize them. And stuff. Yeah. And you'd have, yeah. you would have the tech. It's not, it's not hard to believe. Like, you're right. That's yeah, way to Bree's, do it. Bree's company. Oh, it's Chrissy. Sorry. Don't come in. I'm yeah. naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an awesome deep cut. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm Brian, really? You really had to dip back for that, but I love it. That's yeah. a great one. It's perfect. <laughs> Ask your parents, I guess, anyone younger than us. All right. Uh, that's it for your clips. Now, time for this. It's the film sack checklist. Batman can never turn left or right in that cowl, which they, of course, addressed in the second film. Uh, check. Yeah. Michael Caine never phones it in. Check. And uh, I bet Scarecrow's sack stinks. Check. <laughs> <laughs> the one on his head, for the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, both, probably. Yeah, both. Yeah. Why I mean, not both? Killing Nerf no. Murphy looks like one of those dudes that might not 
he might be one of those Hollywood types that just like showers once a month or something. I don't know why. Oh, I don't think oh. so. I bet he's a. I bet he is a meticulous. I agree. Uh, yeah, he's going to keep those guns clean, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I have. A, I, I just yeah. I'd like to think of him as having like this huge apartment that only has four pieces of furniture in it. Yeah, <laughs> and like. Right. Right, like just, walls that don't have much on them. Like just there's immaculate. just like there's this, yeah. There's His this post shower one... regimen probably takes about an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it then. Uh let's give this thing uh uh Star Trek connections of if any. Are there any in here? There's one. We got yeah. one <laughs> Star Trek connection. Yeah. And that is an actor named Dominic Burgess. Mm. Um in this movie he his cast name is narrows cop so he's oh, he's yeah. a cop who gets a line about you know we got to move these people or they're going to close the bridges or something like that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah in star trek picard he was mr oh. vup in the episode stardust city rag i'm sorry vup our uh, first picard connection yeah it's, I think it might be yeah. i think it's our first only picard connection yeah okay, okay. uh Stardust City Rag. It's the fifth episode of the first season. It was directed by none other than Jonathan Frakes. Whoa. Oh, and, I'm uh, Mr. Frakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I, I just want to say again, you got to watch this series. I loved it. Uh, you know, it's got your yeah. Allison Pill. It's got your Jerry Ryan and Seven of Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I is like the first card. Ep- I liked it. The, in this Good episode, uh, in, in this episode, they're going to, to see uh, Dr. Bruce Maddox, played by John Ailes. Mm-hmm. So that's have a name yeah. familiar to me. The Maddox John name. Ailes? No, John the the Dr. Maddox Bruce name. Maddox? Is yeah, that from an old he's a, is that he's an a old, character. Is that an old Star, Star Trek, Trek thing? He's okay. a Star Trek character we've seen before in other shows and like stuff. Like TNG yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's familiar. All right. Let's move on to the soundtrack grade. I'm gonna give it a VZ for very Zimmer. Yeah. Uh it's Hans Zimmer right up to the Hans Zimmeristness of Hans Zimmer. So there's that. Yeah, big reason i love this movie it's a big reason i love all of these movies um that you you got your james newton howard as a also credited for the score because mm-hmm. i guess he did some of the stuff that uh zimmer is writing variations on mm-hmm. i think is the i think yeah i think the, the main the main core theme is is howard's and then james yeah. okay so i just can't stop thinking about how the batman theme has all of this connective tissue going back to the beginning because mm-hmm. it's like you have this theme song for Batman that everybody knows, right? And then you come to uh, Elfman, mm-hmm. and Elfman's uh, uh, like <laughs> right, which is well, you take those same note, you remove some notes, right? But and and instead of rising and falling, you have falling and rising, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. then and then you get to this thing, and it's like we need to sound a little bit like Batman, but we're gonna we're gonna be really serious, and the, the movie is gonna be very intense, yeah. and there's constantly building, but you never actually build up to anything. You're just building, 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 and so they break those those earlier ideas down to two notes, Da-da. and yeah. that's the whole. And you hear those two notes again and again oh, and yeah. again. Oh yeah. I found, I got a sneak peek to the Pattinson one. Let's hear what that's going to sound like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same two notes. Dun, yeah, weird. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Just has a more funky beat to it. That's right. Uh, I, right. I get the feeling that Ibit, did, Ibi, did you sound exasperated by the same two notes the whole movie? <laughs> no, I didn't notice okay. it. But yeah, that that actually didn't bother me. I like a, I like a, uh, a movie with themes, superhero or not. I like... You know, oh, recognizable. Here's yeah. this character's entrance. The 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 
Oh, I do too. The, the Darth Vader theme when he shows up or the, yeah. you know, I like, I like that sort of thing. I do too. You like your movies to be like wrestling. And I like things that rotate, Brian. Yeah. Right. Rotate. Yeah. Rotate. That's a weird word when you say it too many times. All right. Let's move on to the Twitter post. This is where right. you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. Uh, I'm going to throw the dice here. Hold on. If it's less than five. Oh, it is. It, that means this week we start with Randy. Batman begins. Men, 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 manly men, 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 manly men. Men, 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 manly men, 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 men. Just like a Saturday night at Ibbitt's house. Hashtag too many characters. All right. No, I wrote it out. I wrote it out. Yeah. That is 192. Well. Oh Lord! Well, that's Did good. you put spaces between those men's? Yeah, good. yeah, I, yeah, right. Of course, you got to you got to put spaces between no the punctuation. Men. Yeah, put space between the men. One hundred and ninety-two. Nicely done. Uh, let's now move over to Brian Dunaway's Twitter post. Batman begins. If you start pretending to have fun, you might accidentally start having some. Nope. I just wanted you to know how hard it was. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. It was parallel to the film and also your enjoyment yeah. of it. Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, finally, it's Brian Ibbett. Sure. Batman Begins. Looks like Ra's al Ghul was taken the wrong train. <laughs> Wasn't he also a... There's a train movie where he is basically taken yeah, on a train. Yeah, there's one way where he's taking a train. I like uh, The Commuter. That was a cool movie. Taken, I liked it. Taken on a train. Yeah. I yeah. like all those. Is it dumb that I like all those yeah. things? No, no you can like, like them. It's yeah. the same reason we liked all that stuff in the 80s, right? Like the yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme stuff. It's like, yeah, sure, he's kind of doing the same thing, but he does it well and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're always, it, yeah. it's entertaining. That that Snowplow one was awesome. I freaking oh, love that. Oh, that was so good. Oh, yeah, it's great. It looked like it was going to be a comedy, and it was not. Just love that, <laughs> love that guy. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to the alternate titles. These were almost used. They didn't use them, but now we've got a hold of them. It was almost called Batman Began. You know, they were just trying to work no, out the, yeah. the tense yeah. sure. there. Sure. Uh, or Begins Batmans. That's a weird one. Mm, I must have been tired when I wrote weird, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got emails to read, and I'm going to read them. I wish I... We need a... There, there's a sound for emails. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, filmsack at gmail.com is the email address you send them to. We're going to start with this one from Evan, who wrote in and says, Hey, Scott, Brian, Brian, Ryan, and Randy. I don't know who Ryan guy is. Three Brian. Yeah, oh. he, he put mm. Ryan in there. Um, our secret uh, uh, co-host. Secret sacker. Secret sacker. Secret sacker. Pretty good. We write that down. We could use it when the Patreon launches. We're going to have some kind of secret sacker. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. That's a great idea. I don't know what to use it for, but it sounds good. All right. My girlfriend and I just watched one of the most bonkers movies I've ever seen, says Evan. It's called Lava... Uh, sorry. Lava Lantula. Uh, oh. An action hero has to fight his way across Los Angeles to find his family after a volcano erupts and spews giant tarantulas made of lava oh. all over the city. Uh, made as, of lava? As soon as okay. we've seen it. Is this era on the sci-fi network? <laughs> yeah, gotta be. The, the only 90s, place it, would it be. feels like. It says, as soon as we finished it, I knew it would make an amazing film sack ma- uh, piece of material, and I hope you consider it for a future episode. Keep on sacking. P.S., we watched it on Prime Video, but I live in Canada, so I'm not sure where it is in your neck of the woods. Yeah, it's it's not. Oh, it's on Fubo, but that's the only place where we don't have to spend money for this. Is it one and of those that's two. like? Is it one of those that's just like Sharknado, like obviously a parody of 
stupidity. You know what I mean? Like if it's one of those, got to be. Oh, it's yeah, got Patrick like, yeah. Arena. You're killing me, Smalls. Steve, Steve Gutenberg, Gutenberg. Peoples. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering who. Like we've got to have somebody Guys, in there. It has Green. Michael Winslow. Wow. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He, he makes Michael all Winslow and Steve Gutenberg reunited again. Yeah, and and Ralph Garman. Ralph Garman's in this movie. Yeah, I don't know who that okay. is. Oh, the kid, the little actor that played Mickey Abbott on Seinfeld's in it, the the short guy. Little, well, he was in Jingle All the Way, the little um, elf. Oh, do you yeah. have a Do you have a Seinfeld connection generator? I that was should. Fast. I just recognized his face and <laughs> immediately saw fast. it. Yeah, I like. I watch a lot of Seinfeld. I'll admit it's on all the time yeah. around here. Um, yeah, this looks like it might be just two on the nose. I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, maybe we'll one see. of us should have a little peek yeah. if, if it ever. I'll put it on the list, and if it ever is available to us on one of our services, we'll check it out. Oh, we just did. watched Nia Peoples a few. How many months ago was it? When did we we watched something recently with her. What was it? Uh, Mia people, Nia Peoples, um, Nia yeah. Peoples, Nia Peoples, Nia Peoples. <laughs> it was Deep Star Six. Wow, oh, I was that. Yeah. Oh, wow. that's right. Yep, she's back, oh, baby. Right. Yeah, she half of a half of a uh, uh, diving suit. Nia Peoples. Yes. Yeah, was it her that got cut? No, that was the no, that's the other guy no, from she Seinfeld. Was the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> that's the guy from Seinfeld who was who played uh <laughs> he was the neighbor that Jerry or that George hated growing oh, up. Arnie? No, oh yeah, Danny that, Woodburn. The one that sold the the computers with him in in, in George's dad's garage oh, for a while. Right, yes. I can't think of his name, but that's the actor. Serenity now. Yeah. Yeah. Blanc, Braun, Lloyd Braun, Braun. Lloyd Braun. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the right. Seinfeld connections. Apparently, we are the generator of Seinfeld connections. Yeah. All right. Uh, this does say here it did come on the Sci Fi channel, so you were right to assume that. Um, yeah, of course. All right. Next up, we got an email. <laughs> it's very siffy. We, yeah. we got an email from Pat who wrote in says, Love the podcast, guys. Wanted to send two bits of feedback. Uh, movies where there's a dog and the dog dies. Please sack, because we were talking about that last time. Please sack yeah. the film. A Boy and His Dog, please. Yes, it's old, oh, 1975, yeah. but it's set in 2024, and it has a dog. This is the one with... Yes. That's... Um, uh, Costner? Miami, no, Miami Vice guy. Um, oh, that's yeah, right. Don, Don Johnson. Don yeah. Johnson. Don Johnson, that's right. I yeah. have never seen it, but I've heard of it, and I hear it's like... Uh, Post-apocalyptic wasteland uh, perfection for yeah. you. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know, 75, I, don't, I doubt it's perfection. But we can... Yeah. I know what perfection looks like, and it happens a long time later in the year 2015. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, all right. The other says the other bit around Udu Kier. Would you consider sacking uh, Melancholia? It has a relatively small role, or he does, uh, uh, but says <laughs> it is hysterical in general. Please consider uh, sacking. Is that the, is that the uh, Kirsten Dunst planet yeah, coming a, close? It's a Lars von Trier movie. I can't. I can't imagine putting you guys through something yeah. like that. Oh, that's hilarious! Because I, I didn't like it. Because the bottom of this says, "In general, please consider sacking something by Lars von Trier. If not, maybe Antichrist." Dude, I saw Antichrist. There's no way we're sacking that thing. <laughs> that, that, that thing featured uh, what's uh, uh, the Green Goblin's penis. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going back. I can't. I can't do you it. You know how you know how there like a, there's a cliche that some women play hard to get, right? Yeah. Uh, Lars von Trier makes movies that are hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's that's his job. Like he he took it upon himself a long time ago, right? Yeah. Like yeah. he is going to make movies that do not include like he tries really hard to not have tropes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. he yeah. doesn't want he doesn't want you to be seeing something that you recognize. And it's just He's a it's very weird dude. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a very weird dude. The one I can think, uh, the one I saw, or I guess it was Antichrist that I saw. 
But it, I, I seriously it was so discordant and uncomfortable and kind of awful. I just, I don't think we can film sack one of those. No. Ugh. I hate those it's, things. It's, it's for, it's for, <laughs> these are movies for movie critics who have seen uh, thousands and thousands of movies and they're tired of seeing the same things over and over. Yeah. They're desensitized. Yeah. They need to see, um, they need to see green goblins wiener. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause you get to see it boy, howdy and not just see it. Ooh, my gosh. And then there's a whole like clit- smell it clitoral removal scene. Yep. Yeah. You're that's, still talking about Antichrist. Yeah. Uh, it's a horrible. Ugh, yeah. It's horrible. It's, <laughs> don't watch it. Don't watch that movie is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to you. Lars von Trier. Hey, remove Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dolores. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Uh, nice emails, everybody. Thank those. Thank those. Thank you for sending those. Thank those. Uh, thank those. Filmsack at gmail.com. Our next movie is Max Payne based on the video game property. Uh, Marky Mark shooting up dudes in slow motion. I did not see it in theaters. I don't think. Then how do you know it has slow motion? Well, if they don't, then what are they doing? Is it, <laughs> right? Because it's Max Payne. It's known for this. Yeah, like a, to it. it would yeah. be like a Metal Gear movie that doesn't include a guy named Snake hiding. Yes. Yeah. Very like, good point. Uh, like a noise when uh, he gets discovered. Oh, yeah. do you mean this sound? Oh, wait. Do you mean? Oh, I, I thought I had it. Oh, that's not it. Hold on. No, wow. it's a portal gun. I have it right here somewhere. <laughs> I really do have it. Hold on. Sure, sure. Uh, if you need anything, no. that's what sound it is. Uh, and my brain. No, no, that's not it. No, it's a fart. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. There it is. I there have we it. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I we have, got through right. that. You guys feel all right? Your favorite sound effect. How did you lose your favorite sound effect? <laughs> all time? Yeah, I put it in a weird place. Uh, I don't know what I did. And uh, um, yeah. my un- my understanding is I don't want to give away too much, but one of us has never played a Max Payne game, yeah. and I think none of us have ever seen this movie. So uh, is that true? Has nobody seen it? I've never seen it. Okay, you cool. say you seen it, Scott? Oh no, I, I remember the reviews being so bad that I just said, "Well, I guess I'm not seeing that one." But perfect film sack time, I'd say. Where's the streaming yeah. so we can tell people? I'd say. Oh, Hobo Max. Hobo, Hobo, Hobo Max. Hobo Max. That's where they... We're we're in a season of HBO Max. We're just going to keep going because they've I, got all the... I'll just right tell now. you right now. I don't know why it's happening this way, but HBO Max is killing it on the we have all the cool old movies front. They're just, they're just the place to go. And they have new movies too. Like, I don't know why they're getting the contracts that Netflix isn't getting, but... All the good uh, old movie do. stuff, plus you know, yeah. re- tons of original content. My favorite favorite series of the year just ended on there. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but they're my they're kind of my thing now. I love HBO Max compared to other stuff. Yeah, Netflix Netflix has steered real hard into their TV studio, mm-hmm. and uh, they're doing great. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But HBO Max has Station Eleven, and it's the best thing I saw it this year. I <laughs> loved it you, so much. You listen to the morning stream on Wednesdays, folks. Loved it so much. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. That's it for us. And for now, in the meantime, filmsack.com is our website, as you folks at home know. Filmsack at gmail.com. Keep those emails coming. We love them. We're on Twitter at Filmsack. And if you're out there reviewing podcasts, leave one for us on these various services because it gives us a bump in notoriety. And we'd appreciate it. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Yeah, you know, cave diving. We'll see you next. Whoops. We'll see you next time. (laughs) This show is 
part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Raz Al Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.